Jason Momoa, shirtless. <laughs> I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes. Like a doll's eyes. I love this town! Hello, city! Greetings, programs. Welcome to City of Geek Podcast, Episode 2, Fall Movie Preview, where myself, being Bob, Cody, and Kim talk about upcoming movies coming out this week fall i just wanted to record a separate introduction just to give a clarification that our website is cityofgeek.com and you can also find us on facebook and twitter at city of geek for other news articles reviews that we are talking about that we don't post up onto cityofgeek.com directly but make sure to bookmark and favorite us favorite us on all of those and uh, thank you and enjoy the show and remember to save uh yeah Save us to your favorites and see when new episodes come out the 1st and 15th of every month. Welcome to episode 2 of City of Geek Podcast. And we're here to blab on to you guys about uh, upcoming films and everything we want to talk about for the four of you that will listen. Uh, the three of us <laughs> plus one other person probably. Hi, probably mom. my mom. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Both of their moms. Because I wasn't on the last one. So my mom was like, yeah, fuck those guys. She loves you both dearly. But she says, no, I don't give a fuck unless you're talking. So, you know. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and those who listened last time, all four of those, uh, which are probably the two of us, uh, Nicole and Carolyn. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Or, or your mom, maybe. Um, I still haven't shown her how to, like, access Facebook. Oh, okay. Fair <laughs> Small steps. Small steps. Just warn her. But this time we do have Kim with us. Uh, so we're, and I'm we're, back from East. She came to join us in uh, our little escapade. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we... Uh, you know, we're, we're a new site. Uh, we've all written for other sites in the past, and we're we're, we're still do and still uh, work on other things. So since uh, if people actually tune in more this time, we uh, <laughs> it might be brand new. So we're just going to introduce ourselves, um, what we've done, and uh, like our process here. So at City Geek, we're we're looking at uh, putting out this podcast, reviews, news, uh, everything you know, geek geekulated as as the name would show. Um, we're based out of Seattle. Yeah, one best city of geek there is out there. I know you're in Tacoma, but uh, close Boo. enough. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, the Tacoma. <laughs> room. So I, I am Bob, Bob Foster, and um, the Bob Foster, the Bob Foster, the right? Bob Foster, <laughs> and um, and uh, I, I wrote for I had my own site for a while, uh, geeknamedbob.com, and then uh, wrote a little for Watch Play Read. Um, uh. So go check that out. Uh, and then here and there in other places. So uh, yeah, find you can find that. That online, but given the search, or, um, go ahead, Cody. I am Cody Masco. I am uh, from Tacoma, the better of the SeaTac area. You, um, by better, you mean more crime, right? Hey, I've lived in, I live in <laughs> South Tacoma, and I've only seen three dead bodies in a year. Oh, That's man. a good okay. year. And uh, only two of them he caused. Yeah, only two. <laughs> only two. Don't walk at night with black clothing on. You will get run over. Not by me, but by somebody. Um, I used to write kind of for uh, morbidmovies.com. They kind of, unfortunately, have stopped posting. Uh, And I do guest write on occasion for Horror and Sons. I've actually got a new piece probably coming out there in October about Creepshow that uh, I still haven't written and the deadline's two days away, so i got to cram that in tomorrow. That's what she said. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. That's what she she said, Carolyn. (laughs) 
<laughs> I literally, because Kim's the one that sent it, yeah. so I can. I'll, I'll take. I'll take credit for that. Uh, hello, uh, my name is Kim. Uh, formerly the Supernatural Honey from the Horror Honeys. Rest in peace, HorrorHoneys.com. Uh, I work also as a paranormal investigator with Spooked in Seattle. Do haunted tours, uh, and I teach children's theater which is probably the scariest of all the things I do. I'm currently in the midst of 100 Days of Horror. The 100 Days Before Halloween, I watch 100 horror films I have never seen and write about it, complain about it, sometimes cry about it in the corner. Uh, yeah, currently in denial uh, that I'm behind and I've been watching Deadwood. <laughs> like, That's the title, so... <laughs> But, I, but I've seen it before, so it doesn't, and it's a TV show, so it don't count. But, like, I was just going, it was, I'm like a junkie. I'm like, I'm just going to watch an episode to just, you know, just to, to get me through. And then I just finished the first season again, and I'm like, shit, I have to keep watching this. Because it's you so. two more seasons and eventually a movie. So, so good. It's so good. If you've never watched Deadwood, what is wrong with you? No. It's 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 really a spectacular show, and I am now stoked for the movie, which I was just reading up on. Uh, they're going to start filming, I believe, October fifth. Nice. They've been talking so, about it forever, so I'm glad it's finally. There's happening. a completed script. Uh, they've got, I believe, almost all of the original cast is going to be back, um, minus a few people who have passed away. Uh, and uh, what's his name? Who's on the show? Bosch. Uh, uh, he won't. Is be- it Titus Wolfer? Yes, like, uh, yes, yeah. because he uh, who played uh, Black. Yeah, uh, and he will not be back because of his TV show, and they're not gonna recast. They're just gonna. He's just not gonna be there. Um, the writing is spectacular, but the the acting is really, really tight, really phenomenal, and and so it's very stylized, and most of the actors make it look not stylized. That's a really hard thing to accomplish. So. Because you're dealing with something from the past. And, yeah, well, and especially and, localized areas. And Milch is very specific in his language and his rhythm. And had and was very, very precise. I, it was part of what I was reading about was, you know, uh, the interviewer was asking, uh, did you ever improvise? And they were like, oh, hell no. You did not improvise his work. Like, the stuff that happened was so heavily scripted. Uh, and, and that's a feat. Um, the rhythm to the language is so specific. It has almost a Shakespearean quality to it. Uh, which I, again, I think is really unique and making a show be commercially accessible with that kind of language. And granted, you know, they say cocksucker every other word, so that helps. But, um, I, I always enjoy when you can take something that is stylized and specific and elevated and make it commercially accessible. I feel the same way about the first season of Twin Peaks, which is a, which was a, you know, David Lynch at the time was not exactly somebody you thought of when you thought of commercial television. Um, anyway, that's my soapbox about returning TV shows. There you go. Yeah, uh, everything comes back around eventually. All TV, all the old TV shows are coming back. Deadwood's not yeah. that old, but Twin Peaks came back. Uh, Murphy Brown. This week, Gilmore Girls came back. That was exciting for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, was good. Uh, I'm excited about Murphy Brown on Thursday, even yeah. though the early reviews are kind of. Eh, but it's Murphy Brown. Yeah, I didn't realize it was. I know they were working on it. I didn't realize it was coming out Thursday. Already. I mean, if they're gonna yeah. do all of these revivals, I need King of the Hill. <laughs> come on, <laughs> Mike Judge has nothing better to do. Everything else he does kind of comes and goes. He goes but, on Infowars a lot. I know that. Mm. That kind of like he is just Dale Gribble apparently. <laughs> and the uh, thinking of like things come old things coming back announced today. Well, today's the twenty fifth, uh, but we're already trying to put out podcast on the first and fifteenth 
of every month. So some of the stuff we'll be talking about that just happened now will be in the past for everyone who might be listening, um, including some of the movies we're talking about in a bit. But um, so today was released. Uh, they announced that Mystery Science Theater 2000 uh, season 12 is going to premiere, fitting it up on Thanksgiving. Ah, nice. Uh, they're known for their Thanksgiving marathons yeah, back, like on, their Thanksgiving marathons. Uh, back in the day, and they still do it on Pluto TV and such. So they're going to drop all, I think they're still just dropping all the episodes at once, which is something I would prefer to wait week by week, so I don't I don't get overwhelmed and my wife doesn't <laughs> hate me. Um, my wife can take so much mystery science at once, so much riff tracks at once. Um, so I know it will be in Disney during Thanksgiving, so I'll have to wait a couple of days where I get to watch it, because I'm sure that I won't be allowed to watch it in line at various rides. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could try. Also around the holidays, I know uh, Jill Bob Briggs is doing on... Uh, oh, yeah, 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 on Shutter, yeah. yeah. On Shutter series. Speaking of old mm-hmm. things becoming new again. Yeah, it was really disappointing. He was actually up here. He was in oh. Port Orchard. Seriously? Uh, Last Crypticon. Yeah. Same weekend as Crypticon. He was there for the Port Orchard Film Festival. Oh. And I was at the Dragonfly where they held that last week uh, yeah. for a friend's wedding. And I was talking to someone who, who works for the theater and said they're planning on doing another horror festival again next year. I'm like, well, why do you have to do a Crypticon weekend? Why, why do you guys come to Crypticon? Here. Like, that seems... Shooting themselves in their foot. Yeah, because they're going to be attracting a lot of the same audiences. And I feel like for a lot of people, Crypticon's going to win. Oh, yeah, yeah. Crypticon always wins. Maybe you could talk him into something else. So talk to the friend who works there. I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, change of a week. Because he used to come to Crypticon. He was on the Rocky Work. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> uh, my, my buddy Josh, who just got married. So um, the, uh, so we went out to Port Orchard and got married at the Dragonfly. So it's, it's pretty cool. Because hmm. uh, they're both on the Rocky Work cast out there. Oh, nice. Uh, also announced today, um, that I was really surprised to see and really happy to see. Um, happy Death Day 2. Mm. Uh, not only ha- Happy Death Day getting a sequel, is it's coming out in five months. So oh, wow. they, they've been kind of working it. on it under. I, I think I it's like halfway filmed, if I remember right. It's already filmed. Oh, yeah. wow. So they kind of like, did it low key. Bloomhouse is just like, yeah, we filmed these two movies, they'll be coming out soon. The guy outside agrees, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the honky picks up. You too, buddy. Thank you, downtown Seattle. <laughs> Yo, Happy Death Day just came out oh, last was, year and surprised the hell out of me how good it was. It was so charming. Still have yet to see it. Yeah, I thought I recommend it because like Heard people may say eh about the trailer, but it plays it really well. It knows exactly well, it knows what exactly, it wants to be. It, it knows exactly what it is, and it doesn't try to be highbrow horror. It's just a fun time, and it's it's also uh, low key enough that like. It's the kind of movie that some of my non-horror, especially some of my non-horror female friends, I feel being like, you know what, this if you want a good scary movie to have on while we're all sitting around drinking wine, not that I ever do that, but I do that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> who am I kidding? Um, but it, it's one that is really accessible to horror and non-horror fans. Because it's... PG, it's, yeah, PG it's, it's PG 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. <laughs> Even as a slasher film, and it doesn't really, there's only like a couple points where I realize, oh yeah, this is PG 13, where yeah. I cut away from certain things, but it's perfectly fine as it is. Yeah. And I mean, gore is not the be all end all of horror yeah. either. It helps with slashers, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the, I mean, like, I grew up watching, made, uh, uh, edited for television slashers, and that's how I first got into slashers and scary movies. And so, especially for somebody who's not as accustomed to level of gore as some of us may be using that as a gateway gore. Yeah. <laughs> gateway gore, yeah. Gateway gore. The, uh, what you guys don't that's show the first Animal Holocaust Halloween. every Christmas? That's like our Christmas story. <laughs> Fun story. <laughs> I, you have turtle soup. <laughs> I've gotten, and I each time I start to watch it, I get a little further in, so I think I've gotten five minutes into it now. I still can't get, 
it's been on my 100 days of horror list forever. I wrote an article for Belladonna that was all about my inability to watch that movie, specifically relating to the animal deaths. Yeah. But yeah, that skip, they, that's what I skip past every time I watch yeah. it. I do too. I mean, I, I the rest of the movie. I mean, I guess it plays into the film's larger message, but still, he just went and killed a bunch of animals. No, even the director now. Uh, yeah, he's, you like, read, he's like, yeah, that was fucked. It was a stupid thing for me to do. Yeah, I was, was going a for the shock. Stupid decision. But it and, was this, it was the seventies. Yeah, know. and the DVDs now you can play the the last DVD I have it. Um, you can just you can play in the non-torture version. The non-torture, uh, cutting plays out it. all the it automatically yeah. cuts out. You don't have to skip it yourself. It just does it. Which I've been on the fence as to whether or not I can watch that version and count it accurately for my hundred days of horror. Oh, I won't tell if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> no one tell. Uh, no, because it's it's one of those ones that I feel like it's a significant film. It's one that I should watch at some point as a horror fan and as somebody who writes about horror and talks about horror and et cetera, et cetera, and so forth. But I, yeah. But there's enough gaps in there. So we still have, a, you know, several years, 100 days of horror. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'll be fine for a while. <laughs> Definitely kind of birthed the found footage genre. Oh, yeah, way. yeah. You're looking at uh, really the early stages of the found footage genre. Yeah. Um, and that's part of why I find it significant is because I'm a big fan of found footage genre. Me as well. I get a lot of shit for that. Oh, I get so much shit for it. And I'm unapologetic in my love of found footage uh, because I feel like I'm constantly asked, you know, what scares you? And I'm like, well, not Jason Voorhees and not something that is obvious. Like, they're obviously movies. And found footage is one of the few genres where you might still be surprised. You might still get those moments that feel really real. I saw Blair Witch Project in the theaters because yes, I am that old. <laughs> and it was creepy. It was yeah, it worked. creepy. It was it worked so the effective. The marketing worked for it too. And, and it felt real. And that's something that when you can replicate that feeling is is remarkable. It doesn't happen a lot, mind you. But oh, I, I see uh, Hell House LLC. Uh, that movie is the first time in a while that I got the chance. You happened to see the sequel. I ha Reddit hated it for sure. Oh, fuck Reddit. I loved it. Don't dox me. I yeah, don't. Please. Please, Reddit. We Please, gods of Reddit, I'm, I'm taking it back. You're amazing. I really, really liked it. I, yeah. I, I, I love the world that the first one built. Yeah. Uh, everybody's like, oh, she's garbage. Friend. No, no, no. It built no. a really good world. The ending was a little... The ending to me was the weakest part of it, but the scares going into it, the world they built, were solid. There's some... like, And they definitely expand on the lore. This is definitely mm -hmm. a lore-expanding film. Lovely. And, and I think it does deal with a couple of the compl common complaints. Mm -hmm. Um Especially, like, you know, stuff regarding the basement and all that. And yeah. there is some genuinely creepy-ass shit in the movie. What? Is it the same, like, group of people in a different way or kind of similar story in a different location? Because this is a so hotel, right? So, basically, it's kind of like, in the future, it's... You see parts that are shot from the original cast. Okay. You see parts that are shot there after the hotel's been run down. Mm -hmm. um, and you definitely get backstory on <coughs> why they were there. In the first movie, you get back more backstory on the hotel itself, what okay. it is. Um, the same location. Okay. Yeah, it's the same location. Except it's now run down and everything. It's even... I think it's creepier. Mm -hmm. um, and you def I definitely like because the first part of it kind of plays out like an anthology. You mm. see they call it Hell House Fallout. And you see all of these different things that have happened since the the movie came out in universe 
So you get to see all these different like clips of people who've either gone missing or have oh. uploaded their stuff. Uh, Which I love as a device. I personally yes. love it when movies do that. It's when they acknowledge right. the first film. Except Blair Witch 2, maybe. <laughs> okay. Dirty Little Secret. I secretly adore Blair Witch 2. Because it's god-awful, and I love it. Oh, anyway. it's, it's a terrible movie. I know, but I love its terribleness. Oh, oh, yeah. uh, I'm... I delight in its terribleness. I, like, bathe in the blood of its terribleness, and it keeps me young. Fair enough. <laughs> and uh, of other things uh, that we've watched recently, um, I just want to throw out there Mandy, which I wrote a review about online. I mm. cannot stop thinking about this movie. Seeing it in the crowded theater was amazing, but mm-hmm. it's now available on VOD, and everyone keeps talking about it. If you guys haven't seen Mandy, I haven't I, yet. My brother and I no. have a date to watch it together. <laughs> and I pre-ordered the Blu-ray as soon as I got home, so because it's can't it's wait like to show up. Category five, Nick Cage is what I've yeah, heard. It's, yeah, I've heard. It's the Nick Cage you insane. want to see in other movies because people also have about Nick Cage going insane. Uh, like, is it up there with him punching the bear and Wonder Oh my Man? god! Oh, it's <gasps> above that. It's above. No. It's above. It's like think. Uh, Vampires Kiss Nick Cage to the next level. Oh, because oh. so Vampires Kiss was was the top of that before for me as insane Nick as Cage. The ultimate, the ultimate, as the ultimate Nicky-ish, Cage. And my, well, I think it's funny about about this one. This he actually is the one that he is talked about in pop culture. People bring up stuff like Drive Angry and that. Where I still think he's reining it in. <laughs> no, he's just. <laughs> And, but it starts out a little slower because it's more He's about... He's off the leash, basically. Uh, about the halfway point, because if, if, if you're going to check it out after this, um, it takes a little while to get to the point you're expecting it to go to, but once it gets there, it just goes into high gear. But the first half's absolutely wonderful, too, but that follows Mandy before everything happens that causes him to go on his rampage. Uh, he's kind of in the, the background for the first half, and then it's his movie for the second half. Um, my friend Mike, when you we were watching it afterwards, he said, uh, you know, that like the title card comes up actually halfway through the movie. Because um, there's a couple different points uh, where there's there's various title cards for what's about to happen and people we meet. And it's all in this style, like the books you'd see in paperbacks from hell. Um, the 80s... Uh, 80s fantasy horror stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's in that that era. Like I messaged uh, Will Erickson, uh, one of the co-writers of uh, Paperback from Hell, and he has his blog, um, Too Much Horror Fiction. Uh, it's like, dude, you're going to love this. Check us out. You know, I've, I name dropped in the review and sent him a link. Um, but that's, you know, it's going through the circuit now. But it's on, you can rent it on Amazon. If you're in Seattle area, it's playing at SIF. I think it Was continued it another week. It's it, they extended it at least till Thursday. And recording is Tuesday and putting it out on like monday yeah. so i don't know where we're at the point down in tacoma as well the rand has it cool i'm trying to get there but uh unfortunately i, I have a weird <clears throat> not too weird of a work schedule but the, kim have you watched anything fun for 100 days of horror or generally outside of uh Outside of Deadwood. Outside of Deadwood. <laughs> i mean to be fair this is usually a point in the process where my brain starts to be like can we watch something else for a while? And I'm it's impressed because I think last time it was Elf for a whole weekend. Just <laughs> Elf on repeat. So this is maybe an improvement. Um, I just watched Stephanie, which we were talking a little yeah. bit about, which I, I, I actually enjoyed. It was much better than I thought it was going to be, which I know sounds like a weird qualifier to be like, oh, I thought it was going to be awful. But a lot David of David Goyer directed it. Of course it's going to be awful. Yeah. Uh, and I thought... Or was Akiva Goldsman? One of the two. One I think it was Akiva Goldsman. 
It was, um, the first half was really solid. And I, I thought the, the little girl actress too was, mm-hmm. was, she was likable. She wasn't super obnoxious. And with child actors, that's a legit thing. Especially one by herself. By herself. That's a hard, like that's hard for adult actors to pull off. Um, I liked the kind of slow unravel of the mystery. I felt like, and I, I liked the actors that played, oh, there's going to be some spoiler alerts here. So, uh. Do, 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 if you don't want to hear this. I'm not, like, spoiling the whole movie, but it, when the parents come back. Um, I, they're good actors. Uh, I felt like the plot kind of got away from them afterwards and and got very predictable. And one of the parents is Frank Grillo, who's uh, yeah. always fun to watch. I, I, I remember recognizing an Anator who I've seen in a Grillo, things, Grillo and his voice. Oh, Anator was in Fringe. Everything Yeah, yeah, the one from Fringe. I, was, I, was like, I just like listening to his voice. It's kind of like Batman. Um, but, uh, no, but that was, that was really solid. Um, I, uh, uh, <laughs> I just, I went and saw Lizzie today. Um. How was that? <sighs> I think I hear everything we need to know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Um, it wasn't great. And I had great expectations for it. I, I will say, um, as, as a woman, uh, something that's been, oh, I've had a little bit of a beef with, and and I understand that Chloe Sevigny had a, she had a big part in getting this movie made, um, but it keeps being referred to as this like feminist horror film, and I'm like, it's not, in no small part because it's written and directed by a man, and it's really not a, fe- like there's there's stuff that resonates, and you're obviously you're telling a woman's story, and there's some stuff that resonates with the Me Too movement, but it all felt for such a sensational and really batshit story which if you know the full history yeah. of the the Borden house and what went on in that house and the story and everything behind it you don't really have to try to make it interesting and the angle they took to it there was just there wasn't enough character development there was a lot of stuff that fell really really flat which again how you make this story fall flat is really remarkable to me and it wasn't bad but it wasn't great and i wanted it to be great um i i'd say that i mean the acting's fine um christian stewart is you know fairly blank but the character she's playing is mostly just kind of there for the audience to be able the new eyes going in even though she is playing a historical character chloe sevigny is is fine as well like she has some good moments but it just lacks um it lacks any real tension even though you know what's going to be happening even leading up to when you know those 40 wax are going to get delivered it's not really 40 wax but whatever um the rhyme is the rhyme, rhyme, the rhyme is. so it has to be the truth it was like 17 the internet told for me. the stepmom and like <coughs> 11 for the dad um even as you know what's happening, there's no tension. There's nothing, like, there. there's just, and I don't know if it's also because I'm fairly familiar with her story, but even then, there should have been some build, and it just the whole time was just, like, right in here. And that's disappointing. And, that, and especially Andrew Borden's character, and he was known for being a hard man. He was known for being a miserly man, but the, man, but the direction they took with it felt very we need a cardboard cutout evil man 
and that isn't interesting. And that, I'm sorry, it doesn't, that does not make a movie feminist. Having two female characters who are, you know, exploring their love for each other and a father who's also a dick and a rapist, that doesn't make a movie feminist. So maybe next time let a woman do it. Maybe it'll be more feminist. Like the way that Mary Heron made uh, American Psycho palatable. Yeah. Like, it, Even though it I just... wouldn't call that movie feminist, but hey, Chloe Stephanie's not the one to. <laughs> but, uh, but of something like that and then mm-hmm. making... Sometimes yeah. the only way to make... And it, it's simply telling a woman's story doesn't yeah. make it feminist. Like, I'm glad we're telling women's... Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining about telling women's stories or focusing on female actors. But you can't do that slap the feminist label on it and be like, this is super progressive. Like, no, there was really nothing in this movie that's not been done before. In fact, I'm uh, fairly certain there's been versions of it that have touched on some of these things. Probably not the lesbianism, because that wasn't something that got talked about tons uh, outside of the last couple decades. It's been fairly well accepted that that's what was going on. But um, I I guess it's as a woman and as a feminist... (laughs) <laughs> Sorry for if anyone's offended by that. No, I'm not. Um, it's You can't just be like, look, we told a girl story. Look at how progressive we are. I'm like, no, that's not that's not how this game works. Um, so I, I think I got a little turned off by that. Again, it's a, it's a solid enough movie. I wouldn't go and see it in theaters. I'd say when it comes out uh, on streaming somewhere, it's worth a watch. It's It's not bad, but it's not great. So save it till it's on Netflix or, or Amazon and stream it then. Maybe Shutter will have it. Shutter Maybe will Shutter will have it and then we'll get ma- But don't get that mad if it takes a while. You're fine. You can wait. Nothing to miss. And, uh, uh, yeah. Like I, I'm kind of bummed that I didn't go. See- I was debating between that and Predator because they were both starting at the same time. And I was like Predator at least probably would have been fun even if it was stupid. It has moments. Yeah. It's kind of tensionless as well in a lot of... Mm. But there's uh, a giant monster in it, There's right? some good. There, there's some good action sequences, okay. some good kills. It's a little too jokey for... Because mo- one issue I do have with modern movies is right now is like everyone has to be funny at all times. And oh, you'll like is. Lizzie then. No one's funny at all. <laughs> no. Period. There's um, no, no, I mean, not an ounce sometimes. of funny in it, ever. It's kind of like what they do with Batman and Justice League where he's doing quips and shit. Yeah. It's like, dude, can you spend the last movie being tortured? Predator's over? all quips. Uh, and there's a lot of narrative gaps. Of course, yeah. it's getting on Predator for narrative gaps. But I was listening <laughs> to Chris, uh, Chris Stuckman talk about it earlier today, and he was talking about something I didn't realize afterwards that what didn't fit is that the all of the commandos in the first movie after everything starts to go down, they get scared as hell over what, what they're fighting. And in this one, they're really light about it, like, just making jokes. Like, oh, it doesn't matter if there's, like, three monsters and these dogs are chasing us. It's kind of like, <laughs> we'll make a joke about it. And, of course, they're all various forms of PSD and broken. And this, somehow some of them use it as, like, Keegan-Michael Key's character is nothing but quips. And that's what his character You can is. have one character who does but that, and it everyone works. everyone is, yeah. is funny. Uh, besides, like, Theon, uh, or whatever the actor, actor's name, I don't know. Theon Greyjoy's in it. And, um, <laughs> there's, I was like, Theon? Oh, but there's uh, there, But there's moments... He has this, his penis this time, doesn't uh, he? I, I don't know. I didn't see it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we don't see the penis. This is yeah. <laughs> um, it's, you know, no, no meek. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it didn't quite work. Like, it was fine enough, but it didn't... Uh, didn't quite quite chill enough. I expected more out of Shane Black. Shane Black, I usually love. Like, Nice Guys mm-hmm. is wonderful. I, I 
I absolutely adore Iron Man 3. I don't care what anyone says. Um, kiss, think, kiss, bang, I, bang I, I is think beautiful. Iron Man. Oh, I like Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. I actually it's legit really legit, like. Yeah, it's, it's no, a it's criminally that, That's probably, movie. probably one of the finest, I think, of his... Uh, um, no, I liked Iron Man three. I mean, Iron Man three was a little bloated, but it was it was enjoyable. It was entertaining. Um, it just there was a lot of plot happening and a lot. I feel like a lot of this, which some of the Marvel movies, yeah, they have that suffer yeah. from a little bit that they're trying to do too many plots at once. And I think the most effective ones are the ones that are a Their little bit more focused. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm I man. I'm not gonna lie. I was never a Spider-Man fan ever. I was. Spider-Man's my band. No, uh, wait, wait till. Let me finish. Let me let her finish. Um, I was never a Spider-Man fan, mostly because I just found I found like I don't want to re-see the origin story fifty times, and every movie is going over the origin story again, and I found that boring. And I was never particularly engaged in the character. That being said, the newest Spider-Man, um, and his his utter teenageness skipping the origin story he's like a giant little puppy i found spider-man homecoming to be just charming and so much fun uh and i really liked what they were doing with it and part of what i liked in was that it was a teen movie it was a it was a silly like you had your villain you had but you had all the you know i gotta go to the prom or whatever it is and the homecoming the homecoming yeah spider-man homecoming duh the doy um but it was it was sweet and it had hearts and it is sometimes that's and not all the movies can be i mean you know each one has its own tone has its own whatever but it, it had so much heart and it was so sweet and it was uh clear it yeah. had you know if you're you're going through arcs you're going through everything it had this very clear journey it can't be watched without the rest of the mcu mm. and of course then michael keaton being legit terrifying and yeah, yeah yeah and and who i mean and i think that's it you're you're anchoring it too with some really solid actors um but you you've they've cast an actor who's also young but very capable of holding up his own franchise and that's not something that every teenager can do you know um tom so, holland's got it no he does as soon, as soon like, as he appeared on screen in uh, civil wars like that's oh it. yeah because he again, he's he's utterly charming and yeah. there's just something about the his the happy-go-lucky <laughs> and the it's it's so sweet and you can't help but smile and it's talking too much i mean i identify with anyone who talks too much <laughs> no really why no, uh like in the the one of my favorite things in civil wars the boy talked about with the the uh Origin story. He said, yeah. "What happens? Like it's a long story. Don't yeah. worry about it. It's like because we all know. Knows. You know, like yeah. we don't need to see. We don't need to see Mar- uh, Martha and uh, Thomas Wayne get shot no, again. No, uh, It's like we know what happens to we Batman. We don't need to see the string of pearls fall on the ground and no. Joe Chill shoot and run away, or the Joker in the nineteen eighty nine version. Uh, we don't <laughs> need to see that. And um, but that actually, bring, uh, talking about Spider Man brings us kind of segues right into our actual main topic today of uh, talking about the." films that are coming out this fall that we're interested in. Uh-huh. Um, and if we kind of go chronologically, probably the might be one of the best ways to go about that, uh-huh. is after this comes out, the first week and one of the first things we have is Venom. Yeah! <laughs> Which, I'm in! I am, uh, I'm up for it. It kind of looks like it should have been made and it looks like it was made in 2002. I know! <laughs> it's part of what I mean! <laughs> Early pretty- 2000s, baby! Uh, it may not be good. I don't know if it's going to be good, but I'm in. <laughs> I'm I'm in the same boat. I I can't say it's gonna be great. 
and I still don't know what the hell they're doing with that universe. Is, is it technically in the Marvel universe? Is I, it, is yeah, it, I was wondering that myself, a, actually. It, no, I think it's its own side thing, but apparently there's one reason it's PG-13. Is, is a, uh, that was something that Marvel said, that if you ever want to have Tom Holland in here, we have to keep it not R. Uh, just in case they want to in the future. Dude, what if we want things. Deadpool in? Man, can we make it R? Can we just put Deadpool so. in everything and make it R then? Because I would, I would like that. I wish Marvel had just bought everything from Sony. I yeah. Wish, I mean, because I mean, you get really good villains with like the Green Goblin mm-hmm. and Venom and all of that, and even Carnage. Yeah. Um, the Sinister Six. Doctor Octopus, all of that. But they they tried. They, of course, they they tried to shove them all in the last time. <laughs> that didn't turn out too well. Fucking Paul <laughs> Giamatti is the Rhino. And the, Fuck that movie! I hated that movie. <laughs> I don't think anyone liked it. No, uh, it was unnecessary. I will say, my fiance cried hardcore when Gwen Stacy died, and I just kind of laughed. Spoiler: Something happened in 1964. The, the funny <laughs> thing is, is that was the day I proposed to her. Was during, when we went and saw that. And then she's like crying and everything. I'm like, <laughs> look, look, look at that Green Goblin's fucking face. He's, and they, I'm like that that movie was just fucking. It was a terrible. train wreck. It was an it's, absolute train wreck. Jamie Foxx playing like a weird child molester version <laughs> of the Electro with that weird soundtrack. It turns to be his his thought process, but uh, but hopefully Venom. Will be better if make maybe their solution to too many villains problems making the villain the only person in it. Fuck. <laughs> but for, yeah, I but what's with the vo- the villain the 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 Venom voice? It's up there with the 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 Bane voice from the Batman movie. <laughs> Tom Hardy in his voice. Oh, you know, well. Yeah, why does what is it? He has the worst luck with that because it's. <laughs> he's better when he's disgrunting. The only time he's actually he grunts uh, very well. But the, but he was eloquent and wonderful in uh, Bronson in nineteen it's two thousand and eight or so. Nicholas Raven's first film. Mm. Uh, he t- spends the entire film talking, which is and weird not for Tom, Tom Hardy. Because I'd totally wonderful. watch a movie of him just grunting. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> he, he was like, so many levels. Max, though. I thought. Yeah, lines. but that was. Yeah, but you know how little talking grunting. he had to do in that, that movie. Was grunting yeah. Yeah. He grunts. Amazingly. That's my car. So well. Max, my name is Max. Man, yeah. I'm, I'm still in the camp that that Bane voice fucked that movie up. Oh, I giggled every time he spoke. Oh, I don't know about my... The thing is, if, if, if you remember, like, the first show for that, when they showed that opening it sequence, it was it was yeah. more. And then, like, by the time it came out online, it w- they cleaned it up once. I remember I was <laughs> laughing so hard at it. people ripping it to pieces. I went home and, and, show, and like, showed, it, showed, showed the trailer to my, my now wife. Like, listen to the list. He's like, I can understand him. What are you talking about? I was like, no, no, it was worse. Yeah. It was worse, I <laughs> it swear. It be worse. <laughs> and within the course of, like, two days, they got it better. Uh, but, but it we'll was see. still utterly ridiculous. <laughs> oh, yeah. But we'll have to see how, how Venom goes. If not, uh, it's a turd rolling down the... The street or whatever the oh, hell it is. Oh, God, I've heard in the <laughs> wind. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I watched it, you're like, what? I know. And then, like, a day later, how it should end. And, like, just parodied that for, like, a good, like, six minutes. Like, that's probably the <laughs> fastest video they've ever done. So go check out uh, how it should have ended. Just take on the end of that trailer of Venom trying to do all these not colloquialisms of, like, these things that make no sense. <laughs> and then uh, also coming out that weekend, uh, another origin story of a different way, uh, which I'm glad to finally come out because this trailer is played in front of every single movie I've seen oh. since Ocean's 8, A Star is Born, which isn't a geek movie, but I'm actually excited for it. <laughs> I, I'm in on it because I really do like Lady Gaga. Yeah. I don't really even like Bradley Cooper that much. I'm kind of indifferent to him and his face. Honestly, his face. I never thought The Hangover was funny. I never thought The Hangover 2 was funny. I've never seen them. <laughs> They're just not funny. It's like Zach Galifianakis being weird and... 
Yeah, he can do that with ferns. I'm yeah, sure. I'm like, dude, it's, I'm like, everybody was like, oh my god, my brother is like, he showed it to me. Um, well, it's something that the, the bros like jumped on, but yeah, he jumped on it hardcore. He's a weird kind of bro that flies a Confederate <laughs> flag despite being born in Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it did uh, going back to the movies. <laughs> yeah. It did premiere at uh, at uh, a I've TIFF heard good recently. Yeah, it's it's getting been getting good solid buzz, reviews yeah. and yeah. Um, yeah, this is the fourth time a Star Is Born has yeah. been remade. So yeah, yeah. I haven't seen any of, of them. Although so. I just can't oh, that's do... right, because Judy, Judy's my girl. I'm, I'm gonna go back and catch up to him later. Oh. But apparently, this one's more. Like story wise is based upon that one, but does the music angle of the Chris Christopherson one? Except country. Yeah, so they have taken aspects of the the second and third one. Yeah. I don't think anyone remembers the first. I just <laughs> can't picture Bradley Cooper with a southern accent for some reason. So whenever he goes, No, you, know, you play that song that I like, okay? I'm like, Ew. <laughs> Sound but, like someone's drunk uncle. I'm like, dude, you well, are... Well, he's, he's an alcoholic in it. Oh, I, I, well, there you go. So he was in character. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, and then, uh, well, yeah, that's slightly southern accent for Chris Kyle, even though Chris was from the North, I think. I, I will not watch American Sniper. <laughs> don't. It makes me mad. Because uh, that, that dude was a real-life monster, and he gets yeah. glorified by oh, that. Yeah, it is. And if... I, I guess if you have a problem with that, you can, you can probably suck it, I guess. <laughs> and then, it's um, a technical term. Then moving on to other from from that weekend was actually uh, see it's on your list. There's the the hate you give. This is fun, um, not the movie, but the movies. The trailer I've seen it in front of. So I went to go see Death of a Nation. I've, I think I said this in the last podcast. The absolute worst fucking movie of the year. Um, and it's me, my fiance, and a bunch of old white people because I love going to those shitty religious movies in the shitty Dinesh. Mm-hmm. And my fiance, we see that trailer and these. White people are just—I'm white too. I'm, I'm saying that like I'm not. No, I'm the, they're just like <laughs> stone faced, like blue lives matter. And my fiance just starts awkwardly clapping, and they just glance over at us. And I'm like, I'm just, just look up. I'm like, I'm not here. I'm not here for fun. I'm here because I need to see this movie because it is that bad. And it was. Mm. Um, I just saw Fahrenheit 11.9 that just came out. Yeah, it did. I've been. I was curious about that because I. I've read some mixed things. I've read some people who said it's worth seeing and some who are like, no. <laughs> it's worth seeing. Um, Michael Moore is very divisive. I like mm-hmm. Michael Moore overall. Um, I enjoy the fact that he takes a uh, giant truck filled with Flint water and sprays down the governor's mansion in, in Michigan, <laughs> you know. And he's not willing to, he's, you know, he's not willing to pull any punches. No, it's true. That's um, true. It's like an Ash Tisowsley movie. Take it with some, you know, hefty skepticism on some things. Mm-hmm. But he calls it down the middle, at least with the Flint right water crisis, because he was there. Right. You know, um, you know, it was, it was it was really good. And I think it was a movie that you should at least see. I mean, if you hate Trump, see it. Yeah. If you don't hate Trump, why are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> to hear the sirens in the background. Yes. In Seattle. Yeah. And then moving on to uh, October 12th, the next week, is uh, something I'm incredibly excited for. Um, the Bad Times of the El Royale. Yeah. The film from, uh, from Drew Goddard. It's going to look like an absolute blast. Jeff Bridges, uh, you know, John, John Hamm, uh, Dakota Fanning. Not, uh, uh, a bunch Dakota of other Johnson. people. <laughs> Dakota Johnson, yes, I mean. Uh, when is... Uh, uh, I'm blanking on the title. Uh, the horror, The it's a... Uh, 
a horror movie. It's also Goosebumps that weekend. I thought you were talking about. I don't know. No, Goosebumps. No, no. I am so excited for that. Goosebumps or Goosebumps. Boom. Yeah. First movie so damn good. I, I see. I was. I think it was overhyped to me because I didn't see it till it was out of theaters, and I kept getting told how awesome it was, and I watched it, and I was like, meh. Of course, this one kind of looks like the same plot as the first one from what I can yeah, tell. Yeah, it kind of looks I like... I haven't seen a direct trailer for it. kind of looks like the exact same movie, <laughs> um, but, you know, but as long as the kids admit something different with it, I suppose. It's the uh, uh, the carnival, the... Oh, Hell, okay, um, Hell Fest. Fest. That actually comes that out this weekend. Oh, yeah, that's what so I thought. So comes out, say. I've already played. Okay. With our, I'm stoked about that. Yeah. I'm real stoked about that. friend of Crypticon, uh, Seth Ruwood, writing it, who wrote uh, uh, Leatherface that came out last year, and Allison looks like a lot of... An absolute, absolute blast! I cannot yeah, wait for it. Just for looks Hellfest. a good, like a good time. It's uh, it's already yeah, it's playing at a couple uh, different theaters around here. Some, some this weekend. I will, I will, my my ass will be in that seat. <laughs> I will do my best to get out and see it. I, yeah. I really do want to see it. I also want to see um, Night School. Yeah, that's also this weekend. It I have looks a, hysterical. It does look funny. It really does look funny. I hate Kevin Hart. This movie it looks like it's, it's going to kill. Because he's like in he, uh, uh, the. Scene that I don't know for some reason just reson- not resonated with me, but made me fucking laugh is when he's dressed up like the chicken at that um, weird Christian chicken place. He's like, "Honk if you love chicken or the Lord." And I'm like, "Oh fuck!" I'm gonna weirdly laugh at this movie. Uh, so many of these jokes are, "I'm short, I'm short, and I'm yeah. short." It's like, "Okay, we get it, dude." <laughs> yeah. It's like, at least he's gonna get his ass beat in the movie. Yeah. It's like, bye, bye, Tiffany Haddish, <laughs> who is just. In everything, yeah. Totally She's in like twelve things this fall. Yeah. She's in that the new Tyler Perry movie. Yeah. Um, she was in Uncle Drew. Something the Oath that comes out soon. The she- sleeper hit of the year, Uncle Drew. And uh, also this weekend, besides uh, Hellfest and Night School, Smallfoot looks like crap. If you ask me, yeah. fuck. Uh, I want to see it because that is going to be a hot mess. Yeah. And uh, something that doesn't look like a hot mess that looks really cool uh, for me, at least, is the old old man, the gun, the new Redford uh, sissy spacek movie. Oh yeah, from mm-hmm. the guy who made um, Ghost Story and uh, and uh, Pete's Dragon. <laughs> so I really like liked Pete's Dragon. I thought that was a good movie. I saw that in 3D because it was the only showing that was in, and I do not regret seeing it. I never got around to it. I yeah, intend on at some point. It's pretty good. I mean. It's about a dragon named Pete. So. <laughs> it delivered. It delivered. That's good. That's, that's what's important. As long as better than I don't like the 1970s one. So, Let's see if the new one is. Um, and then uh, moving on to October 19th, there's something that you guys might have heard of. Oh, is it like I an indie movie coming yeah, out? Yeah, it's or a small independent feature that. Yeah. Um, it's called The Guilty. No, no. <laughs> 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 that's going that weekend, which is really good. I saw it. Said. But so, um, Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> you guys heard of this? I don't know. No. Yeah, apparently it's it's a, it's a forty year later sequel of apparently there's like nine other movies in the series. It's been remade before, and it's forty years later. I don't know. I don't know. I've never it's heard not, of it. It's not ringing a bell. Yeah, it's like we haven't written like four articles about mask. it. No, it's a uh, yeah. The, it kind goes the, in your dreams with the, the knives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, Halloween is the most yeah. yeah it's something I'm looking forward to more. Yeah. Like I'm I'm looking more forward to Halloween this year than it was for Star Wars last year. And you guys know how much of a Star Wars. <laughs> Like, that's, that's intense. If it was came between like Halloween and the Last Jedi before it came out, I'd probably stick for Halloween. That's how much I am. I, I'm I'm hoping fighting it's successful this. because I really want to see more modern takes on Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, Friday the Thirteenth. And I think with because uh, they haven't successfully done that yet. Yeah, because this one looks like it's trying. You definitely get the feel of the, original. the originals, and I I would really think with uh, Robert England. 
putting the mask, or not the mask, the makeup back on when he said he wouldn't. For, if, yeah. <laughs> it's for you, the Goldbergs. For but, the Goldbergs. But still, I think if Halloween does well... And they make him a good offer. I yeah, I'm like I'm like you wouldn't say no if I uh, backed up to your house with a dump truck full of money. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what's uh, how much money they're offering over at ABC for that stuff because they get Rick Moranis amount of retirement to voice. Yeah. Uh, like, but it, some of it might just be if you. Pro- I mean, the right script, the right project, the right nostalgia factor. Yeah, because people are a sucker for nostalgia. Oh mm. fuck. And shooting a television show over the course of a week is really different than committing to a couple months of shooting a movie yeah. Yeah. and all that comes In the case it. of, like, you know, Rick Moranis, that was just his voice because someone exactly. else in the suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My yeah. friend Bernie actually owns that suit, so they actually rented it from him <laughs> for the funny. movie. Uh, but it makes it makes a difference. But, you know, the Halloween, I think, is going to be... Obviously, yeah, the, I think it's going to be great. Every yeah. time the trailer it's, plays, it's, it's it, it, it gets the it feel really of it. It really does have the feel of the movies. Yeah. I, I mean... Uh, getting everyone, they didn't get, I know Nick Castle didn't play the shape the entirety of the new movie, but getting him back to get a lot of that. Yeah. Um, at least he's in, for at least one shot he's in. Right? <laughs> especially the newer trailer, uh, you know, they're, you feel, you feel the ghost of Donald Pleasance in <laughs> oh, Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis. Yeah. Like, you feel the channeling of the kind of crazy <laughs> raving older person now, and it's. I think, my, my theory is that that British guy somehow related to Loomis. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> that was kind of my my theory. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm fine if they don't. For yeah, I'm like, even fine read the if, if article, it's like, just like <laughs> you know, other than referencing the doctor and he's yeah. now passed. I'm fine if that's all there is. About. I mean, because I I don't think you need to. You don't have to go too heavy on it. I don't want them to be like not everything has to have a connection or yeah. descendant. Like that's where I unpopular opinion potentially, but then acknowledging that like in the original he was never her brother yeah yeah that's a nice thing that they're kind of retconning it's weird hearing yeah. people complain uh, get confused about that it's like the second well, movie's the one that retconned that and yeah. said oh no look they're related no they never were then i think a lot of people who are like no i remember the first thing he's like watching tv edit where yeah. it's in the tv edit, where they added the it in yeah mm-hmm. of her going in and looking and at him the, and yeah, yeah. Which, first time i ever saw halloween it's on usa up all night so i used to the scenes i watched it for real for the first time like Where's those other scenes? Yeah. Where's him staring out the window? Where's Laurie coming in to visit him? You know, mm-hmm. or that might have been the Halloween 2 That was the Halloween 2. Halloween 2 TV edit. But that's where I first saw both those movies on Up All Night, like a double yeah. feature. <laughs> and then uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know anybody who thinks the movie's going to be bad. Uh, oh, there, there's, there's people <laughs> Most of our honeys. Yeah. <laughs> a, I think They're not a lot optimistic. Of, I think there's a lot of people who just generally like, dismissive of any project like this. Yeah. I, I'm not... Like... I'm excited for it because I want to see what they do. I'm also not going in with hugely high expectations because that tends to not end well. But it, I think if nothing else, it'll be a good time. Yeah, yeah. I think, and if for no other reason, again, I have a deep love of Jamie Lee Curtis. And so I have a feeling just watching her is going to be worth it. Even if there's other problems. Although early buzz has been... Mostly really positive. Mostly, Mostly positive. positive. Yeah, it's been like a Metacritic. It's hovering between the high sixties to low eighties, depending on what day is more things come up. Hi. The uh, and then was you know when it comes to horror reviews, always take them with a grain of salt in yeah. a way because there's a lot of people who just dismiss the genre, even if it is something like Halloween, and there's people dismissing because it's another Halloween movie. But it's been forever since the last one, and yeah. How long has it been since? Well, Resurrection doesn't count, right? <laughs> uh, well, nothing counts anymore. <laughs> no. You're a yeah. treat, motherfucker. Shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. You're fired. <laughs> um, 
And then if you want to hear us talk more about Halloween, that is the topic of next podcast is yes. going through the series. Um, so we can... I will fight Bob over resurrection, which I actually enjoy. <laughs> I And somehow both of you like five, but that's just a preview for four next time. Four and five. Yeah, I four like four. and five. I love both of those. I will watch resurrection. I tend to skip the beginning because I get real upset with the Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. death scene, so I fast forward through that, and then I'm fine with it just being a crappy movie. Like, as, or, you know, like, yeah. as a crappy fun movie. It's, it's sort of how I can watch the Halloween... The Rob Zombie ones, if I don't really associate them with the original franchise, they're just sort of standalone. Their own thing. Their own thing. I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, there there, there are those sequels that it's like, you know, if not, well, it's Blair Witch 2. It's just kind of a stupid, fun movie. Yeah. Mission accomplished. It's stupid, but it's fun. When you start connecting it to a franchise as a decent thing, no, it does not hold up. But, yeah. And also, then, uh, Halloween Five is awesome, and Bob is not no. We'll, we'll argue about it in two weeks. Halloween Five is great. <laughs> uh, and then there's other things coming out that weekend. It's a Serenity, something with Matthew McConaughey, uh, Matthew McConaughey in it. Um, and then mid '90s, which looks pretty cool with uh, mm, yeah. with uh, Jonah Hill directing. But that moves. But moving into the week after that, right before Halloween, uh, that the holiday, not the um, <laughs> not the movie, uh, is another uh, remake. Uh, or not remake, but continue. Suspiria. I'm just it. It's like Suspiria. Suspiria. The remake. Suspiria. The remake is just Suspiria, which is this yeah. film that uh, showed at Fantastic Fest and is getting rave reviews as well. Better ones. Hilda. I'm yes. totally down for it. I've never not been down for it. Yeah. Um. Anything Tilda's in, I'm I'm cool. I mean, for yeah. It. Tilda <laughs> sold. And I've heard it's really not really like the first one. So yeah, like but, a spiritual remake in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of the some of the plot points, but kind of doing its own thing after that which is the way to go if you ask me well and then uh, Goblin is coming uh, right after that actually and they're doing oh they come into Seattle yeah yeah because yeah. yeah, yeah. Tom, yeah, Tom York's doing the, the soundtrack I say Goblin's coming back to the soundtrack I'm like I'm pretty sure someone else does the soundtrack no no no, no. Goblin actually is coming like right after it comes out so yeah it's kind of perfect essentially the year after like almost the year to the day is that the other Goblin was here last year <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much because they were here at the beginning of November last year. Um, so now the other goblins coming through this year. Simonetti's goblin. They're actually doing Suspiria with live music. Though. Oh, nice. Oh, that's Which, cool. Which, uh, yeah, Northwest Film Forum did uh, last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then oh, yeah, because I missed it because I had a late parent. And, anyway. and they had like four showings and our good friend Tony got to yeah, cause he host uh, Jessica, Jessica uh, Harper. I was real bummed. Thank he- you, Tony, by the way, for writing our, an article for our site. Tony! Woo! I doubt he's listening, but if you're yeah. out there. <laughs> if, you, if you've made it this far, thank you. <laughs> Everyone out there has made it this far, thank you. Yeah, literally, like, we owe you. Not money. We no, don't have that. We don't have any. There's, there's, there's <laughs> we live in Seattle. It's expensive. <laughs> Shit, I live in Tacoma. It's still expensive. And uh, it's not quite in our genre, uh, but it's talking about stupid, stupid movies. If you've seen the trailer for Hunter Killer that comes out that same weekend, mm-hmm. the sub-movie with Gerard Butler, it looks absolutely ridiculous I'm not sure if I've seen that trailer yet uh, they, I saw a second trailer for it recently it was the same trailer with all, a lot of the stupid cut out <laughs> so I don't know if they, they realize how, how bad the first it's pure jingo it's a United States submarine has to kidnap and protect the Russian uh, prime minister from people within his own country that are trying to kill him or and Gerard Butler's the, the captain all these dumb action sequences and Meh. looks over the top it and really sounds bad. like Donald Trump like masturbates to that movie <laughs> I'm surprised Peter Berg, Peter Berg isn't directing this 
surprised Dennis just sells it. And and then that same weekend uh, is also something called Indivisible, which I'm not familiar with, and somehow a third Johnny English movie. Oh, Lord. Wait, first, what? Yeah, the first two were bad. Like, I love Rowan Atkinson, but the first two were awful. How the fuck did that even get a wow. sequel? The um, long two. Tax credits? Uh, if it was too big, it worked Internationally, for... if it did Yeah, probably well. as well. Yeah. 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 That's why that John Carter movie almost got a sequel. It's because Russia, apparently. Fuck, I like the first John Carter movie. <laughs> I didn't see it, to be honest. And, uh, yeah, so I, I don't have, like, an opinion on it, but I know a lot of people I know hated it. And um, moving into November, uh, November 2nd has three big releases, one of which I don't know, Nobody's Fool. Um, oh, I think that's that Tiffany Haddish one. Oh, is that the one, the Tyler Perry one? No, I think that's a different one. Oh. It might be Tyler Perry. A Tyler Perry presents a Tyler Perry look at Tyler Perry. Is that really the title? Oh, fuck, I wish. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. That's the only reason I'm asking. <laughs> I... Um, I see. Oh, that's one of her Medea movies. And I, I won't lie to you, Medea has. A yeah, that's uh, that's the one that made me actually made me laugh with that Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. She's like standing in front of her daughter, <laughs> Mama. Where you were not over the phone? You can hear all oh, this connection so spotty. I'm I'm talking to you right now. Just ducks down. I'll I'll go see that. Yeah, I that really one, like uh, Tiffany Haddish, and I really do I like, like Whoopi Tiffany Goldberg. Haddish. Uh, that girls trip, right? And everything. I still need to see that. Um, but yeah, like, Goldberg's still weird. Um, <laughs> like uh, sometimes you'll see weird clips of her, like wanting to have a three-way with Nancy Pelosi and her husband. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's kind of not a threesome I want. Well, it could be weirder. It could be the the ghost threesome she had with uh, Patrick Swayze and uh, Demi Moore. <laughs> now, every time you watch Ghost, remember the fact that when you see Patrick Swayze during the pottery scene, that's actually Whoopi Goldberg with Patrick Swayze's soul in her. It makes things so much weirder. I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, watching like watching that show, I'm like, I turned to my wife and I was like, did, wait, did a Tyler Perry movie just make me laugh? What is this? Um, what you don't love, Medea? No, I'll take a pass. I'll take a pass. I mean, it's for some audiences. It does. It seems too Apparently too it's, direct. It's like too on the nose to me. Oh, like, it's it's like yelling at the back of the auditorium. And that's what I don't like about it. It's nothing raised, nothing. Good. It's just no, 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 it's I, just it's so direct. Like looking at you and just like. It's, it's like watching, it's like, uh, yeah, you just screaming it towards the back row. guilty pleasure for me. Very guilty. But very pleasurable. Uh, and then that moves into something that might end up being some weird guilty pleasure of the year for me. Because it looks so patently ridiculous. Is it the... The Nutcracker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I... There's a part of me that that wants to see it, like if nothing else, because you've got yeah, Helen Marin just yeah. shooting the scenery. Um, I I kind of want to see it just for that. <laughs> she was good in Winchester. I liked Winchester. I know Bob hated it. I, I was I was I, I watched that just recently for hundred days, and I of course it doesn't help. Like to be fair, the lead actor in that that guy is where charisma goes to die. He is a like charisma black I hole. Like him. He's a he's charisma be, black hole. He's going to be great in the new Pet Cemetery. That's who they cast as God, dad. No, they didn't. Did yeah. they really? Yeah, Jason Clark. He has no, he I, he like disappears into the scenery and then he says something and you're like, <laughs> "Oh, are you still there? Oh my God, I'm so impaired." No, it, I mean it's really hard to do a scene with Helen Mirren and not like have that elevate you, and yet he somehow manages <laughs> to do just that. Um, I I was I was I was I was kind of bored by it. 
And you're talking about the Winchester house. So much. Like, cause, yeah, How as you said you... before, you, you do stuff for, for Spooked in Seattle and uh, a ghost, and I'm part of a ghost as well. It's like, we love ghosts. We love our ghost stories. And it just kind of dropped the ball. It's Well, and to be fair, part of the problem for me is that the house itself really isn't known to be an actual haunted house. Yeah, no. So rather than trying to contrive a ghost story out of this that was not particularly well done, in my opinion... Just tell the story of the how, like actually go into the Winchester story because the story all by itself is pretty fucked, and and the fact that she had this uh, medium who was who put this idea in her head, like you don't need to work for this to be an interesting story, and it became kind of a run the mill ghost story. A run of the mill ghost story, and then you've got Helen Mirren utilize Helen Mirren and I felt like she was kind of wasted in this too same thing yeah, that, that, like, that I didn't, definitely agree on yeah. no, I know it didn't force this film to set besides a couple shots outside the, that over that uh, camera view that went over top a couple yeah. times Like, but they only showed like four rooms of the house and there's so much more to show there and I think we, we hadn't talked about this last episode to like you already talked about that Bob mm. but uh, but it was like it was pretty obvious like that the uh that the helicopter shot over the house, like that's the actual house, and it yeah. cuts, and like because it looks decrepit, it's looks unpainted, it looks that, and then it cuts to the house, like this the set house, and it's like that house is much better condition than one I literally just saw, because <laughs> it's the one on the set, and it's yeah. like oh, and here's the front room, and here's her bedroom, and then the staircase that goes nowhere, and of course uh, I've I've only been in the house once, uh, but the layout from the movie is different from the layout from the yeah from the house yeah it's like because the the one that goes back the staircase that goes back and forth that she has because she could barely lift her legs right that's in the very 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 far back by the stables not where she lived in the movie but that's a whole other thing but well, yeah. it's something like that i'm fine with because yeah i know it's it's movies like it's movies and geography that's kind of yeah, yeah it's yeah. like watching scorchy in seattle here and her go-kart chase goes all over the place uh, the yeah place like three blocks uh but go back to nutcracker <laughs> yeah yeah uh Looks like a C- over C- overproduced CGI mess, but I kind of like when movies are really messy in a way because <laughs> it's just fun watching like where things go. Like I haven't watched Life itself, the new movie that came out. It's not CGI mess, but apparently it's just a story mess. Um, so I'm looking forward to drunkenly watching that. <laughs> so it's kind of you know it's fun to watch a train wreck. I like watching train wrecks. Some train wrecks, yeah. Some train wrecks make me mad. And then I get cranky. That's why I go to the Nestor Salazar movies. That's why I go to the religious films. It's fun to watch something. See, those make me mad. Those, yeah, those those aren't fun train wrecks for me. Those are, I'm going to punch someone in the face. <laughs> someone believes this is a good movie. Yeah, and somebody you, is paying to make this movie. Oh, yeah. And I am bothered by that. So I stay away from them. I stay as far away from them as I can. There were not one. Not two, but three standing ovations during Death of a Nation. I can't. I, I literally can't. It's It depresses the fuck out of me. It's, for me, it's just almost a, just a commentary on our society that people, people believe that. All I need to do is watch the background of a Trump rally and I, that's, that's, I, and I'm all far too aware people believe it. And I don't, I don't want them to have any iota of my money at all. Uh, which is, I mean, it's the same reason there's certain actors now. If I go see one of their movies in theaters, same with directors, if I go see one of their movies in theaters, I do what Linny does, which is you donate the amount of the ticket to a woman's shelter or to a charity that represents whatever that fuckwit did. And speaking of fuckwit directors... We talk... Oh, I was going to... Oh, I was like, it goes to Bohemian Rhapsody with uh, Brian Singer. <laughs> <sighs> 
Exactly. Which also comes out the same I, weekend. Sorry if I cut off your thought. No, there, but that's, a good way to jump no, over. That's, that's, <laughs> a, it's, that's the... I just, and there it is. It shows how he's not, his name is not in the credits yeah. when you watch the trailer. It doesn't say anything huh. about the maker of the X-Men. Maker of this. No, because it's, they know better. His name isn't there. Like, and his name wasn't like, and he had like, I, I'm just shooting from the hip here. Uh, I'm, I think he had to like sue the Director's Guild or Director's Guild had to sue in like, his favor to get his name added to it. Yeah. Because they, they tried to, whoever they made it, tried to, to take it. his name off because yeah. they handed it over to somebody else at the well, very end. Look at Gibson's last movie too. Like, you notice what was missing from a lot of the publicity was who directed it. Yeah. I mean, like, it was still there in small print when they did the little flash of, like, coming soon, blah, 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 blah. But, like, because they know that it leaves a bad taste in people. I, I won't go... I'm sorry. I won't go see something Mel Gibson directs. I just yeah, won't. Fuck that. I like, can't. And he... I can't do it. Uh, and hard-pressed to see something he's in would depend on kind of, like, I guess the project and how involved he is. He directs it or he's in it. I won't see it. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to get that way with Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah, I understand that for sure. And uh, that's why I'm kind of pissed at Fantastic Beasts. Because I'm like, he was in a small chunk of the first movie. You could have recast that. all over the new yeah, Really it, easily. It should have just been Colin Farrell anyway. It should have <laughs> been. It should have been. But, like, you could have recast that. And you made the decision not to. And now I'm real conflicted as to whether or not I can go see it. I didn't even like the first first one of that series. Well, I, I know it's a, it. it's a whole yeah. different thing, but... Like, but as the, the audience, when I saw it opening night, when they did, like, the Scooby-Doo reveal, it's like, it's not really Colin Farrell, but it's old yeah. man Johnny Depp. Yeah. And the entire audience goes, uh, yeah. <laughs> The air came out of the room. Yeah, I fucking hate Johnny Depp, yeah. just in general. Um, I've never liked him, because he plays the same fucking character uh, in, like, all of these movies. Drunk, which is him. Yeah. Allegedly. Uh, I, just, I just don't. I well, that's his name right on Elm Street. This, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say, um, and I'm going to give a little shout out to one of the short films we saw at uh, Bombat, but The Lunch Ladies yeah. short film. It's awesome. And there's, that is the only time I'm okay with Johnny Depp now, is in the context of The Lunch Ladies. <laughs> and that that I'm okay with. Yeah, yeah. Matilda so, found something. She's a uh, killing. <laughs> yes, they, the, the, the house cat is um, currently killing something. Um, but that's the only context in which I'm okay with Johnny Depp these days. Bohemian Rhapsody, I don't even really like Queen all that much. You're fired, get out. The door's right there. Point to the nine floors down. They've got like three songs that I, I enjoy. Yeah, but I, I'm curious about his story, too. I, I genuinely he, do find a, him to be a really he's interesting He's a fascinating person. guy. Yeah. I just, I probably won't see it. I think there's a generational component to it, too. I mean, Bob and I are of a generation that, like... Uh, Queen was more present in our lives. Queen was more present in our lives. <laughs> of course, shall everyone we knows say. Queen. You know, I suppose that makes sense. I, but you know, I really do like older stuff, like the Beatles and everything, which is before you guys even. That was, <laughs> thank you, thank you for that qualifier. That's even even the you asshole. You guys. Wow. It's like, uh, yeah, John was dead before I was born. So I was fun. waiting for you to say I like. You know, I'm a fan of some of the older groups, like In Sync and Because yeah. <laughs> then I was that really old movie Empire Strikes Back. That Only nerds watch that. <laughs> Where'd you get this game? Alien. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I, I, well, if nothing else too, the, the actor that's playing, uh, Remy Malik. Yeah. yeah. He looks, looks like it. Yeah. Well, he's fantastic. Like, I There's loved him on like, Mr. Is that, Robot. Is that actually Freddy? <laughs> yeah. No, he, I, I'm such a huge fan of his that I want to see it for him. But just, man, Brian Singer, really? Yeah, I, I gotta admit, I'm kind of out of the loop on Brian Singer. 
Well, he's been I know he's... Victor Salve, Salve and kids for... Uh, oh, for decades. Uh, right. I mean, again, yeah. it's another... But it's another worst-kept secret. It's not new information. And what's... I think some of... For me, some of the conflict I'm having is that... Like Weinstein, like uh, Kevin Spacey, there's so much outrage. Oh, my God. Huh? Oh, no, we have to do something. Well, no, this has been going on literally for decades. And people have been talking about it. And articles have been written about it. And investigations. And there's been lawsuits. And now, because it's because of me, I'm not sure if this is me going, again, going out of soapbox about something. But, like, because of Me Too, because some of these, because of Cosby, because of Weinstein being finally fucking taken down, they everyone is paying a lot of attention to it so now they're like oh well now that we know we want to distance ourselves because we had no idea no yeah. bullshit it's like, i wonder how many miramax movies i can still watch and not feel guilty like, i know like, kevin smith gave like all the money he made from like miramax like before yeah away well most of it i guess and everything all his residuals he gets now from anything that weinstein produced he's donating which i i have mad respect for um but it's it's uh it's frustrating because it's not new information. It's just now it's new to a wider group of people and there's a lot of attention being paid. So it's put a few studios in some unfortunate positions because they finally have to acknowledge that this has been going on. And so they're trying to distance themselves. And that leaves a little bit of bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. It's like, on the one hand, cool bro, you finally got there. But on the other hand, you're only getting there because, because people are noticing. Because people have. Yeah. yeah now you have to. It's like now, you ha- now you have no thing, choice. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way type, type yeah. apology. No. You, it's, you it's, have no choice. It's you do this or you're done. You yeah. Know? Because because it's too big of a deal right now. And so um, I, I don't have tons of respect for some of the production companies and some of the studios who are really only doing it because people are looking. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Basically. Oh, yeah. We gotta, we gotta be like, you know, gotta, Christopher gotta look good. Uh, Christopher Plummer. Get in we, can't, we can't replace yeah. everyone with Christopher Plummer now. Just the whole movie is going to be Christopher, Christopher Plummer. Yeah. He's going to direct everything. He's going to produce everything. Yeah, the new cut of Usual Suspects is uh, starring Christopher Plummer, director <laughs> Christopher Plummer. I would watch that. <laughs> so I'm not sure what to do with my old copy of uh, Usual Suspects. Like, do I of it? I already bought it. Like, I don't have any Woody Allen stuff. I, you know, I, I purged my collection of him. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, I, yeah, he's always like, been a rough one for me. And then there's a whole different conversation. We could do a whole topic on this too. But say Polanski's another Polanski, one. Like I literally just rewatched uh, Rosemary's Baby, Baby yesterday, and his Macbeth too. Is, yeah, I mean, his Macbeth is one. It's probably the best, my favorite version oh, of Macbeth. It's, it's, it's so because it's, it came out right right after right yeah. all that happened. Like Sharon Tate was killed. It's he's angry, and you can tell it. He's processing his emotions. And it comes out in Macbeth, and it fits. Yeah. And uh, why do we keep saying that word? Because we're not in the theater. <laughs> because that's one of the bullshit curses that outside of a theater genuinely doesn't mean anything. No, I could. I've told you before about what happened in my. Yeah, but little, we're not in a theater. Yes, I know. Anyway, if we but, were in a theater, this would be different. We'd be turning around and spitting right now, but we're not. <laughs> so we're fine. But, Macbeth, yeah. Macbeth, Macbeth. Yeah, there. But uh, going, you know, going back to Bohemian Rhapsody, it seems. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not sure how like if it's gonna be straightforward biopic and like all right, and what, those can get kind of dull and like. Is it going to be less... I, I'm worried that it's going to be too much like a 
moving along to like just filling in the blanks until the next next song that you that we know. Right. Because they're really leaning in. Hey, yeah, you know these songs and like the the new stand is appearing in theaters right now is a whole bunch of lyrics in a microphone mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, in front of it uh, for the Wembley Stadium, uh, Wembley Stadium concert that they keep showing too. So. And there's also people saying that they're going to cut out a lot of his other relationships and the AIDS and it's going to cut off right before that happens. Oh, oh that's uh, too bad. That, that's but the part rumors that I saying actually think would be interesting. There's yeah. also rumors saying that that isn't how things should be said. Because this movie's been almost made for a while. Like Sasha Baron right. Cohen was you know, playing Freddy oh, forever. Oh, God, that didn't happen. I thought I could actually been not, right. I would never be able to unsee but, Borat. But, well, I, that's the problem. He's a very talented actor, but unseeing his characters is a but, challenge. Uh, the, the issue was that why that version never got off the ground is because he wanted to tell, apparently, the, the more correct story of Freddy. And yeah. the other members of Queen wanted to do a more sanitized family version of things. And he was like, no, we need to tell. We can't, we, we can't put anything person. aside. Yeah. Uh, and that's apparently, but so, because so, Queen are in control of the mm, movie. Right. Uh, the remaining members of Queen. Um, so it's interesting to see, like, are they going to give, the, is it going to be lip service again? Or is it actually going to get in there? Because it's, you know, it's, the, 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 the trailer is all about Freddy. Yeah. And what he's doing. So, but I wonder if that's, Kind of like just saying that. Because what's more interesting, uh, what I think is more interesting is the the gritty, like yeah. Yeah. because because the music industry and his life too, it wasn't a squeaky clean no, family image at all, and that's a story that really hasn't been told before. So uh, that's why I worry that the family, that the studio uh, and Queen are gonna yeah. aim it that way, because knowing that. Uh, Families didn't go see. It's like, hey, you know this music. What's and it's like, the oh, rating? Wait. What's the rating? I think it's PG thirteen. Okay. Sure. Yeah, they're not gonna really tell too much. I have it up on my other tab. Uh, but the it, kid from Jurassic Park is playing John Deacon, so that's cool. PG thirteen. Eh. Okay. Um, and then speaking of you know catching up to bad men and putting them in their place, mm-hmm. the next week comes out a uh, girl in spider's web with its new awful subtitle yeah. a new dragon tattoo story which is stupid and useless but yeah <laughs> uh, the trailer played during Liz- i've seen the trailer a couple times now yeah. but uh i mean and i i read the first book and was kind of meh about it but i've enjoyed the movie adaptions um just because they're fun fun is kind of the wrong word um <laughs> yeah, fun isn't really the right word but like they're uh good okay. they're good I, mean, I haven't seen the the room of ross ones i've only seen the um the david venture mm. I, they're i mean they're they're entertaining they're the uh i for some reason and i rarely say this i enjoyed watching them play out on screen more than i enjoyed reading them um, yeah, I've read the, the the first three books. I haven't read Spider's Web, but yeah, and I again, I couldn't. I the first book is all I ever made it through. Um, but uh, I'm intrigued. It looks it looks yeah, interesting. Foy looks great. And, yeah, yeah, she's doing a bunch. Uh, like she was in. She's doing, it's a big year for her because yeah, well, the Crown's now played by Olivia Coleman and for, for right. the Queen. Um, but she was in Unsane earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, a movie that we ended up skipping past, but First Man comes out mm, same week yeah. as Halloween. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> on kinda, it. I am <laughs> looking kind of forward to it. I mean, it's on my movies I'm looking forward to list. It's an interesting story, but eh. I mean... It's been told. It's been told. I mean, Apollo 18. And we know how better. it ends. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Hmm. Um, There's a reason we never went back to the moon, and that's because the moon rocks are aliens. Damn fucking! I remember that movie. Uh, 
No, I, you know, and I've seen the trailer a couple times now, and I'm like, I feel like I should be excited about this. I can't. I'm just kind of bored by it. I think Buzz Aldrin has the more interesting story anyway. He's an interesting guy, too. He had a... He had a he had demons. Oh yeah. And Neil Armstrong just looks so happy go lucky. I'm like, eh, it's too it's too pretty. It's too sanitized. I still love it's the fact too sanitized. That, that video of um, Buzz Aldrin beating the shit out of that <laughs> yeah. dude. And, and then like when Man uh, had some demons. Oh yeah. And he's got that that the Trump's given that NASA species behind him like what? You guys are <laughs> fucking idiots. I just liked him on 30 Rock, too, when he yelled at the moon. I yeah, that's, that's, that's what I, yeah, that's what I was thinking. My wife and I quote that all the time. Would you yes. like to yell at the moon with Buzz Aldrin? <laughs> <laughs> Stay time. Go home. <laughs> I walked on your face. <laughs> I'm changing the way he said it, but I don't care. <laughs> you got a little walking in there. Yeah, <laughs> Somehow, like, this how many times we say it at home, it just, it just changes the way things yeah. are. Um, uh, also, that weekend is something I'm really, really, really looking forward to. I also played at Fantastic Fest this weekend. Was getting great responses as uh, Overlord. The I'm interested because a zombies. good Nazi zombie movie <laughs> really well done. I love Dead Snow. I loved Dead Snow too. I think a bit better because I enjoyed the Russian zombies too. <laughs> I thought that was a funny little twist on it. Um, this looks pretty good. Uh, it kind of reminds me of Wolfenstein a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except without the Nazis winning. Yeah. Oh, well, there's that. So you make a little keep vibes a little bit, in a way. Which one? The keep. Michael yeah. Manson. <laughs> yeah, of course, that's slightly different, but I couldn't help thinking of that. Can we interrupt you? I'm sorry. No, I, was, I saw a trailer today. Uh, the zombies sparked it for a zombie musical. Oh, Anna and the Apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. Comes out in December. That was, I don't know how that escaped my notice until I think I've heard it talked about, yeah, but I hadn't seen it. It played the festivals yet. last year and has like a 90 meta score. Which it is looks great. charming. It looks delightful. It looks like everything I wanted a Christmas movie and didn't know was missing from my life. Um so I'm kind of stoked about that. Like it has it's all the words Kim likes. Zombies, check. Musicals, check. Christmas, check. Yeah, I mean, that definitely does sound good. Yeah, I, I've never even heard of it until you guys mentioned it, so uh, that sounds I, fucking great. When the trailer started, I was just like, what is this magical thing? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I've been waiting for that for, like, it was on my to-watch film from last year, and then all of a sudden I hear it's coming out this year. I'm like, yes, please. No, I'm, I think it's December I'm 2nd, if I remember right. Don't not mention the Grinch. Oh, that's my next thing, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, but I saw it, you scrolling. No, no, I was going to see when Anna came okay. out. Um, and then... Same weekend as Overlord and Girl in Spider's Web, the new Dragon Tattoo story comes. Uh, the new animation version of The Grinch. Boo. Kind A new of seems Dragon Tattoo story. <laughs> Boo. Which seems incredibly useless. And... I am so excited for this because um, Illumination is doing it. Uh, they did that great Peanuts movie. Which I is personally like. I don't like Despicable Me, but I really like the Minion movie for some weird reason. Uh, partially because I know it drives my fiance insane. She I banana. Fucking hate hates the minions. the minions. Banana. I just had children saying banana, banana to me banana. like all summer long, and I didn't understand why because I still haven't seen any of the movies. And someone finally explained it to me, but all summer long, banana. I'm like, <laughs> stop it. Stop. Do you want a banana? Do you, I'll get you a banana. Just stop. I love the original 60s one. I love uh, the, 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 the other one came out when I was seven. Uh, 
And I loved that. I loved. Well, we were that. around for the original '60s one, so you know. <laughs> it's true, you <laughs> were. Yeah, totally. Oh yeah, it was good. good. Bob, you're kicking what '60 now? But you're something weird like that. So I was like, Scott Mosher from Kevin Smith movies is the director of this new That's one. That's fucking weird. All right, so that makes me kind of interested to see it. I am <laughs> interested because I think it's going to be something new. The Jim Carrey one is my personal favorite because I owned the game and I had the weird orange or um, purple ketchup. And I loved The Grinch, and I thought that movie was great. I still have some of the stuff. I'm um, making a face now that people yeah. can't see. It's, I don't it, like it either. I, so I will defend <laughs> that movie to the death. That is one of my favorite holiday movies. But it probably because I grew up with it, and I still love the first one. But I think this could be something good. Um, it's it's going to be one or the other. It's either going to be really good like the Peanuts movie, or it's going to be really bad. Like I'm going to put my prediction in for which of those two I think it's going to be. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm leaning at the not so good, because, like, but, uh, the, the, yeah, I'll agree Peanuts was wonderful, because Pe- well, it, it kept the spirit, I think, of, of Charles Schultz without, yeah. and it didn't update it to the modern age, it didn't, honest. No, it, 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 it kept told it, that story. And that's what, it seems like a lot of those, the, the jokes in the Grinch trailers have been like, hey, here's something you know, and here's stuff that's happening now. So I don't think it's going to age well. Yeah, but uh, I'll I'll still see it, and I, you know, but it'll probably be my third of those three movies that weekend. <laughs> and I mean, if the Grinch says "Make Whoville Great Again," though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want something that's gonna date it though. If you're if they're gonna go that route, like like hardcore, like fucking mention the Harlem Shake or something. Oh jeez, that's a, that was dated too. I, I was, was gonna say that's already dated. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, but if we're talking about defending Doctor uh, Doctor Seuss movies. I really like the Horton Weird Horton Weird Here's a Who from 2008. Oh, that was yeah, that was fine. Like that. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I saw that. It was fun. It was you know, it, it, I wasn't offended that, by that, it. Katie only, thing, whatever that was. The only bad Dr. Seuss movie in my book is that fucking Cat in the Hat. I couldn't movie. even watch that. Oh one. god, that was. One day I'll get drunk and watch it. <laughs> I don't think there's enough alcohol in the world to it make that movie. It was bad enough that, that the, his widow's like, you're not making another live action movie ever again. <laughs> Yeah, you know you've done a bad job when the widow's like, no, I don't want but any here's more money. Full money. No, no, no. <laughs> you shit on his work enough. Because she really liked that Grinch movie that Ron Howard did. She's like, you know, I think that was interesting, and she liked the spirit of it. No, the cat in the hat. <laughs> yeah, see, even the cat doesn't like it. Yeah, the cat's like whatever. Yeah, fuck that. She's um, cranky because it's past her food time. Yeah, because her brother ate all our food. <laughs> Well, they, no, it's their the ten o'clock is normally when I feed them their last oh. meal. Into sorry, they're, they're a little time. they're a little cranky. That's why she's been out. Then uh, a movie we talked about briefly earlier uh, on November sixteenth, and we're moving on now to uh, Jasty Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald, which I think she, I'm change it get... to the Crimes of Johnny Depp. Can <laughs> we do that? Is that allowed? I'm gonna get forced to see it. My fiance loves Harry Potter. I didn't like the first one because I think the yeah. little the dude who does it's a weird little dude who I'm pretty sure like watches me when I shower. <laughs> He's <Dobby>? like, <laughs> oh no no no, Dobby, Dobby, I let watch me shower. <laughs> Master has given Dobby a thong. <laughs> See, I thought the first one was just a mess that didn't really live oh, up to his premise. God, with bad yeah. CG, like the Harry Potter series has never been good with the CG creatures no. anyway. I liked and I thought like step was, backwards. <laughs> I liked the the fat guy. Hashtag fat pride. Uh, it was nice that he was played as kind of a nice, heartwarming character. Yeah, he, was he, was, he was very likable. He was, he was very yeah, likable. Yeah. I liked, uh, I just hated that lead because he's like, oh, I'm, I'm so British and problem. Oh, oh, Eddie Redman, yeah. I, I think he's fine normally. I, I, I didn't like I him there. Him well, the, the, illusion, the, the illusion is, too, that 
he's I believe supposed to be on the spectrum somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, and which I I enjoy that there's some representation. Um, I finally watched it. It was on HBO, and I finally caught up with it because uh, I kept getting told how great it was. And I watched, and I was like, it was fine. That's so they couldn't like really decide what story they're trying to tell. Yeah, yeah it was to me. Like, it was it felt like very it was obvious that it a didn't. Lot. Well, it was very obvious to me that the original source material was not a story. Yeah, because it's just literally yeah, it's it, a piece. Yeah, it reminded me a little bit of a lot of video game movies where it's can't really figure out what it wants to do, and you had some really great actors in it. Um, Colin Farrell. Yeah. Why the fuck did they do that at the end? <laughs> Yeah, no, because he was great. Well, and, yeah. and um, uh, I now I want to keep calling him the Flash. Um, but oh, Barry Allen. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. still the Flash. I know he's still the Flash. But he was also he was in. Um, we need to talk about Kevin. And, oh like, yeah, yeah. Um, he's fantastic. Yeah, Ezra Miller. Yeah, yeah he is a yeah, fantastic I really, I really actor. Like Ezra Miller. And I thought and like every scene he was Wallflower, in. Great. Yeah. yeah, every scene he was in, I was watching, and he. I found. His story to be more compelling than so like. He's but then he also had, them, yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah. they're still using him as the dark creature or whatever. I thought he had destroyed, so that's kind of interesting. And then uh, apparently each one, like, there's gonna be five. Is the plan? Oh, oh but, my yeah, we'll find like with different decades and different areas, oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, okay. like because this one's in Paris, I think. And, oh. But uh, what 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 drives me nuts about there's apparently a new trailer came out today, but I haven't watched it. Um, but drove me nuts in that first show where it's like. Well, he's off doing whatever is that he's doing out there. He's like, yes, yeah. like, isn't that right, Dumbledore? Yeah. And then Jude Law turns out like, oh, please don't like directly wink at us like that. Stop. Yeah. Stop. And apparently, like the new show horses and then Nagini is a human woman in this. Yes. Yeah, or something like that. Nagini is. Sna- I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't like she was Harry Potter, born so. in the snake or something. Yeah, did you, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think it's funny though. That it's more of like here's something that you know. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. J.K. Rowling keeps trying to shove representation into her. Things she already wrote. And it's like, well, you wrote the book one way. You can't just be like, oh, well. No, um, Nagini's really a Chinese woman. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hermione's totally black. You didn't write her that way. It's like. kind of vaguely in there. Write your future stuff um, with representation. Don't try to cram it into like, okay. I feel like, though, her argument with Hermione specifically was the casting of a black actress to play her in the stage show. And the argument being that it's never directly there's no reason why it can't be oh, played yeah. by a black actress so I don't know that that's the best example she's never yeah, explicitly yeah. stated to be white no <laughs> she's not and so when people are being like she's white it's like well actually uh, no we don't actually say that um, but uh, and Hermione herself can probably find you a bunch of sources that shows that I think because because J.K. Rowling has spoken about this too that like she was told by her publisher that she couldn't have a female heroine because it would because boys wouldn't read it and so whereas you get the impression if not for that the true hero probably would have been she is the true hero we all I know know. I mean she's my favorite character (laughs) in it obviously but like um, I I see what you're saying in that respect that like she went a direction with it because it would be more commercially successful to do. But in doing so now, looking back and being like, no, just kidding. I really want to do this. Let's see what else we can do. Representation. Woo-hoo-hoo. Uh, it's a little, it falls a little flat. Yeah. Um, what I feel that way with the Fantastic Beast movies is just that this was written as a like accessory book. It was never meant to be its standalone story. And it just feels like we're trying real hard to try to make this story work. And, I mean, even Star Wars managed, for the most part, to avoid the direct, like, wouldn't you say that? You know, 
Princess Leia, General Lord God. Like they, yeah. And that, to me, was a bigger deal because you had the actual actors. Yeah, play, you know? Andrew Law playing Dumbledore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like... Well, aging down Michael Gambon. Yeah, I mean, like, well, yeah, I would hope he'd show up. He He's a bit a major figure in the wizarding world. Of course and he should be in this, this movie. And he's and alive at this there's point. There's a new poster where I'm pretty sure one of the women on there is McGonagall, but I don't know. It's, I haven't looked into it. Yeah. But I look at, I look at the poster and like, that person's dressed like McGonagall and she's right at the right age at that yeah. point. Yeah, it's very believable that, like, it would be weird if they, it would be, it's like in the Han Solo movie. You're expecting at some point young Han Solo's gonna show up. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. there it is! <laughs> you know, yeah, Chewie's gonna be there because he's a character in these, I mean, it, it, there's a little bit of that where you're he's like... he's a cannibal now. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, oh, he's man, people. That movie yeah. just got better then. <laughs> that was the plot oh, yeah, oh, you haven't seen <laughs> I will. Uh, it's, a, it's part of, I'm totally spoiling, it's like, there's a point that they, they hint heavily that Chewbacca eats people. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, really? You guys haven't seen Solo? No. I'm sorry. No, I, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with the fact the that I haven't seen Solo. Oh, so, so. See, now I can re- reverse it because when, uh, when Cody and I saw Female Trouble uh, right after the week after Last Jedi came out at the Ark Lodge, <laughs> someone... Someone spoiled a major plot point <laughs> as we were leaving the theater. We were talking about it, and then uh, I walk in, and I'm trying to make sure Bob can hear me. And I finally just say, I don't like how they killed Snoke. And it, the movie been out like a day. And, like a whole crowd of people are like, oh. I'm like, sorry. You were that guy. Apparently I was that guy. Don't be that guy. I wasn't that guy intentionally. I would never intentionally spoil something for somebody. Anymore. It's so hard. Like, it's hard to keep spoilers away. I, I try to not well, get see offended. When <laughs> I'm also, I'm not generally bothered if something spoiled for me because. I uh, spoil stuff for myself. I, I knew the plot of the Star Wars movie before I saw it. I think it depends on situation. situation yeah. Of, yeah, of yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. I mean, if somebody's like desperately looking forward to something, don't spoil it for me, don't spoil it for me, of course. And I'm never gonna, I never spoil anything. I'm like, yeah. I can, like certain I can twists, spoilers. certain deaths, certain plot points, I don't uh, Every want to so know. often, I see will... see how unfolds. Just kind of like when I was talking about Hell House earlier, you guys are both going to see it, you both like the first one, eh. so I was pretty vague about <laughs> what happens. And I try to do the same thing in my reviews, I try not to sh- yeah, out any to deliberately. plot points. And if I am going to spoil something, like if I'm, like how we're talking now, that that's been out that has maybe the last year or so as opposed to the last you know decade in which case to me that's fair game um i try to give some time between if you don't want to listen to this <laughs> take take a little moment um but uh no I, there's a time when i don't mind being spoiled by stuff especially certain tv shows if i get real attached to characters where characters are treated really disposably disposably is that a word? Yeah, sure yeah sure yeah um, we'll count it. We'll count it. We'll allow it. Uh, then sometimes I will deliberately spoil myself so that I can then emotionally prepare if a character's gonna die. Um, and I can, like, read, like, how's this gonna happen? Am I gonna wanna, am I gonna wanna skip anything? Is this, do I just not wanna have to deal with this? Because I have enough crap in my regular life. I don't need so much grief from my television anymore. I feel like there's a lot there's a lot of shows that they're who can we kill to make this the most the walking dead i'm like i'm looking at you walking dead i'm looking at you when i'm wagging my finger (laughs) i can't i can't take it anymore i it's yeah i quit man they fucking killed do you care if i spoil it for you no i quit they fucking killed carl yeah that that did it for me and i didn't think that would be the straw that broke the camel's back but apparently it was rick's leaving too yeah which i i honestly i had it it was the, the most recent season was on my DVR for a real long time. I got through, like, half of it. I didn't even get through to where Carl died. And I was just like, I, my heart's not in it anymore. 
Well, I, I think not that in for them either. Honestly, yeah. Rick dying might be good for the show because then, then they can finally go somewhere that's not the comics. Uh, yeah, they, they kind of have. To, I really think they just need to have Jeffrey Dean Morgan carry it. They, they're like, oh, Norman Reedus, Norman Reedus. I'm like, have no. Carol. I freaking love Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He was what kept me watching. Yeah. I, I got to meet him in Portland. Coolest <coughs> fucking guy. He was $100 for a picture, and I paid that for my mom. <laughs> oh. Because she, she wanted to see him, and I, I I paid $200 to meet him, and then I paid another $100 to meet Norman Reedus. That's, that is commitment, because I would not pay $100 pretty much to meet anybody on... Although, uh, God, what was it? That one con that was coming here? And it was like fucking... The Ace Comic Con, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's like $300 it was, it was and a everything. a bunch like, of Marvel yeah, people, those ones, but it was so expensive. Oh, yeah. Those cons yeah. are made just for money, not oh, for yeah. fans. Oh, yeah. They don't give yeah. a shit about yeah. us. No. Um, I can't. I can't. Yeah. It, so, moving on to other things. Yeah, because yeah, 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 we yeah, got to... Yeah. We're already an hour and a half I in. A, so I have got an early morning tomorrow. Yes. And then, of course, I know a bunch is probably going to cut out. But um, I'm going to edit this one. Um, just kidding. I love you guys, but i got to edit um, no, the, uh And then, so also that week is uh, Widows, the new Steve McQueen movie written by Jillian Flynn. Oh, uh, yeah. Writer of Gone Girl, uh, Sharp yeah. Objects is a great show currently airing, or finished airing, but we haven't finished watching it. Um, <laughs> and then, so still airing for us. Um, and with, uh, yeah, it's kind of Ocean's 8, but... Uh, through her lens, it's more of that. Yeah, a bunch of women uh, go on a bank robbing spree because their yeah, their husbands were bank robbers and they get killed. So now they have to pick it up the mantle in order to survive. Uh, the trailer is really cool. Like it looks a lot of fun. Steve McQueen made uh, Shame and Twelve Years a Slave. Um, so is he's, this the same Steve McQueen who was in fucking Bullet? No, no. <laughs> he's said back from the dead. Yeah. I'm, um, like, wait a second. I'm like, he's been dead. <laughs> Different Steve McQueen. Different, different. I I love Twelve Years a Slave. I enjoy. Uh, just a complete side note. I enjoy stories that I can live through somebody else's experiences because I'm never going to be black. I'm never going to be like super oppressed. It's interesting to get that because it gives you that perspective on yeah. life, I suppose. Um, and then also that week is stuck a musical. I don't know this one. Do you? I don't fucking know. musical lady stuck. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll it's going it wide, I don't know. And oh. then uh, Instant Family, which I just wanted to just throw out because it looks smalty as hell. It's uh, Mark Wahlberg. And, um, Won't see it, I hate Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, me too. And uh, Rose Byrne adopting a bunch of kids that look smalty and uh, forced as hell. That everyone's aunt's going to go see it and love it. And Mark Wahlberg still does the acting. Okay, some of us don't have ants. Yeah, well, it happens. <laughs> um, and uh, it, yeah, with Mark Wahlberg still asking every saying every line as he was asking a question and annoyed about it um i'm gonna tell you sometime about my friend who was in the funky bunch <laughs> uh and then the week out uh so around um thanksgiving is a whole bunch of movies as yeah. always is. yeah uh including what i'm really looking forward to uh, the favorite uh from i'm not even trying to pronounce his name but the guy made the lobster and killing a sacred deer mm. um i don't want to it's kind of hard. To, it's about a queen and her consorts and a bunch of people. And oh yeah, hysterical. I saw that. Tra- it looks Emma, actually that looks really interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of yeah. I don't want to go into explaining what it's watch the trailer. It's as soon as that trailer ended, my wife from he's like, we're watching that. I'm like, damn right we are, because <laughs> it looks wonderful. Um, then Creed two, uh, Meh. thumbs up. Which uh, I love the last one. Yeah. And this one seems like a little bit too much. The force like, hey, you know, Ivan Drago. Here he is again. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. That's the only thing I'm going to wait for. 
Um, I, I really like... Is Rocky dead yet? I keep Rocky is that. still alive. Apparently he's going to fight Dolph Lundgren. I've heard that that's going to So happen. I was going to kill him? Like, kill the Fall of Creed last yeah, time around? call me if Rocky dies. <laughs> uh, oh, Rocky. I liked, I liked Creed. I... I love. I, I like the Rocky series just in general. They're hit and miss for me. I'm not um, like sports. <laughs> I, I I love them. They're fun. Then uh, you know, Green Book uh, comes out. See, it's yeah, on your list it's there. On my list. And I had no interest, so I saw the trailer. I'm like, yes, yes. I saw the trailer in front of uh, Fahrenheit 11.9. It sold me instantly. I love a good uh, road trip film. Uh, throw in the fact that it's th- in the 1950s. In uh, Jim Crow South, and it is a um, pianist uh, kind of buddy film where he's got. Um, uh, oh, fuck. I know. It's Vigo Mortensen. Vigo Mortensen and yes. Marsha Ali. I like Vigo. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be I like great. Uh, I didn't even know it was Vigo Mortensen until I looked it up at the frame. I'm like, holy shit, that's Vigo Mortensen. Yeah, he's and a famous say his seen name his right. penis. <laughs> Me it's too. Yeah. You know, he's just Cody hasn't seen Eastern like, Promises. Just, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I just like to see celebrity penis. <laughs> so you're looking forward to the Chris Pine movie in coming in a few months. <laughs> the, the one he's in night or something. I come direct Netflix around the same time. Um, and then, yeah, that movie looks astounding. Against, I, I've come award season expect that to get oh, all yeah. bunches. That uh, that feels like a movie that was made for award season. Yeah, but not, but it not doesn't a small feel like a, like a not, not, oh look everything is just happening like not that. Oscar Beatty. Yeah, that's not Oscar Beatty. Um, and then uh, sometimes when you say Oscar Beatty, it sounds like Master Beatty. It's kind of the same idea because it's basically the same yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, is Wreck It Ralph breaks the internet. I want to see that because I loved the first Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, me too. It's so beautiful. Loved, I will loved, be the dissenting opinion. It. See, I, I love the first Wreck-It Ralph. I don't like the show, but go ahead. Sorry to interrupt you. I don't. No, it's always, that's totally fine. I'm used to it by now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just didn't like the first one. And I grew up in the video game generation. Like, that movie, in theory, should have been me. Like... Yeah, but we remember arcades. <laughs> True enough. <laughs> yeah, Donkey Kong came out like... Donkey Kong! Around the time of her births. <laughs> Yeah, we, was, we we had original Nintendos. Yeah, I did. My family had I, an Atari. My first one was a PlayStation One. It, yeah, with a uh, copy of WCW Monday Nitro. <laughs> but uh, yeah, record. I I I I adore the first one. I think it's it's, it's beautiful and it's so much fun. But this new trailer has done nothing for me so far. It just like I said, the first one I just thought. But I'm gonna see the movie for playing <laughs> playing straight nostalgia. I, I, yeah, I was it, fine with it. It, yeah. the, it was the same problem I had with Ready Player One. No, I, I had just, no desire to see that. So I, I wish it, it was the, better than the book. <laughs> I, that that character is such a fucking Mary Sue, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. One, I mean, again, you know, it's funny because I'm. Don't knock over the phone, Till. My phone. Yeah, she's like, what? She's she's pissy because she's hungry. <laughs> um. Uh, it's been increasingly bothering me more and more and i'm again I'm, I'm i'm glad we're getting some representation in there but like there's i i don't know if i've ever truly appreciated and i'm saying this to two men so i apologize but how many white male stories there <laughs> are in the movies where i'm like damn it like you know so i could have noticed with- it until somebody pointed out to yeah. me like, holy shit yeah yeah there's like no representation in nope. anything nope. ever See, that's why I couldn't get into hidden figures. Like, there wasn't, like, white male for me. No, yeah. no I'm kidding. 
There's Kevin Costner. Duh. There's Kevin Costner. <laughs> you had a, you had the Costner. Come I on. mean, and then the the children that hate you gave us was identified with the what the the cops. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you may want to cut that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm joking, joking, joking. Um, but no, it's it's funny because there's it's it's why the 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 Neil Armstrong movie I can't get excited about. There's all these movies that I'm just like, Ready Player One. I was like, I don't care about watching another boy's journey that's helped by a pretty girl who has a nice avatar who's gonna you're the only one who can do this we believe in you blah, and he's blah, like blah, 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 he's not a stalkery blah. in the movie but in like in the book he's super like nice guy I bought yeah. you gifts and i'm gonna show up at your house so creepy look at the, the movie changes a lot of that the movie yeah. makes movie fixes a lot of the issues of the book but not all but of them I, I some just, of them are just built into the story it's, it's just too much of a fucking mary sue story for me I, I i got so bored watching that and uh then uh the the last thing to come out ha, that ha, same ha. weekend Ooh, is something you. that looks God awful, oh, yeah. but Robin Hood. Yeah, another one. Yeah, with Taron Egerton oh, uh, and Jamie Fox. It's gonna suck. How many? Why? It's, why? You remember the King Arthur movie from last year? <laughs> it's like I they, try uh, to forget it. Yeah, it's but it's, it's like the people who made that are making. Well, it's different people, but like why? people who are making this. Watch that. Got all the wrong ideas from it. And are making this. I remember reading something about that King Arthur movie that like they wanted to make it like a yeah, supposed to be like seven book, seven movies, seven movies. Like, okay, first of all, no. Secondly, no. No. Third of all, no. What the fuck were you thinking? Third, fourth of all, just no. No. Fifth, remember, absolutely not. Remember when Robin Hood was a fox? Yeah, <laughs> that was a good time, wasn't it? Can we go back to that? Good. Let's go back to when Robin Hood was a fox. He was cute. I know that might bring the furries out. <laughs> you know what? I'll take it. Uh, I remember when he was Carrie Elwes, you know, the, one, the only one who can use the right accent. <laughs> I still haven't seen Prince of Thieves and you see one these days. You're fine. But I've seen you know, Men in Tights you know millions of times. Is that it, re-watching it, it's has not held up. Yeah, well, I heard it didn't hold up a year later. <laughs> it didn't. It's, it, Besides it, Alan even, Rickman. Even, uh, but even like with Alan Rickman, who's a fantastic actor, but man, his character and choices he made with his character where you're like, wow, you just... You went to the rapey place, didn't you? Oh, it's character. <laughs> yeah, yeah so. but it. But it, I haven't seen it, so I can't. It, no, it, I it, own it, but I haven't watched it. Yeah, it. Mm. Although Men in Tights are some stuff that'll be funnier. Yeah. Once but you I figure, it. since I've seen Men in Tights, I don't need to see the other one, but maybe one day I will. There's a few jokes that'll land a little better, I think. But yeah. Uh, and then uh, a week after that comes Anna Apocalypse. We already talked about. Yeah. And, uh, the other, uh, and then if Bill Street can talk. Uh, which will, which yeah, it's coming. It's getting reviews so far, uh, but also the representation. Know what, it, what is it about? Uh, it's based on James Baldwin uh, work. Uh, it's it's. Uh, I don't want to. I only saw the show once. I'm not going to say the plot okay. incorrectly. Uh, but it's definitely about like black black culture and all the the crap that they have to get. And oh, you know that um, sounds pretty interesting. So it'll go well with uh, the hate you give. Which, uh, funny about for a long time, I couldn't figure out why the U was uh, was there. At least uh, the hate you give spells thug. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, I saw the, the the poster for the movie. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, there we are. Um, December seventh, uh, there's a couple a couple things coming out. Um, the Silence, which is a, another horror film based around. Um, the Silence. About <laughs> keeping quiet. Uh, if I remember right when I looked it up, I haven't seen the trailer. Um, but it seems to be might be cool. Yeah, uh, no, it looks intriguing. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer for that? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it looks, okay. it looks it like it could be fun. I mean, it, I think that about pretty much every horror trailer I see for the yeah, most like, part. Yeah, I'll see every. I'll see every. Yeah, I see every horror film that comes out eventually. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty similar. I mean, I, I missed some of them, but 
Yeah. When's uh, Colette coming out? That looks uh, good. That come out this weekend. Oh, see. Mm. Uh, it's playing Ark Lodge next weekend, but it comes out. Right. It feels right. like it's pretty similar to A Quiet Place, though. But, uh, yeah, the Colette, silence is totally. more about, about the darkness. Totally. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, looking at the plot here, yeah, it's has to do with uh, things that grew up in pitch darkness in an underground cave. So it's uh, yeah. Descent uh, with the family. <laughs> uh, and then also that weekend is uh, Mary Queen Scots with uh, Cersei oh, Ronan yeah. and... Um, uh, Margot Kidder, not Margot Kidder, <laughs> Margot Robbie. <laughs> okay, but now I really want to watch that movie with Margot Kidder. Uh, oh. The trailers just really won me over every time I watched it, and I can't wait for that movie either. Um, so this list is coming back out. Um, then Under Silver Lake has been delayed like four times. Yeah. Um, apparently it's pretty awful. It's probably they keep delaying <laughs> it's it. Why they keep delaying yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, they need to delay something, it's gonna. It's a twenty four. It makes you kind of like really like yeah a twenty four is putting it out, so it makes me like okay, I'm in. But really? Uh, but it looks like a nice noirish uh, movie with Andrew Garfield, I think, right? Um, we're reaching the end of here. Kim yawning. Sorry. Um, the, December 14th, uh, Mortal Engines, uh, Peter Jackson produced, might be directed. I'm looking kind of forward to that. It looks interesting, but also it kind of looks fucking stupid. So Yeah, it's going to bomb <laughs> hard. Like, yeah. general audiences are not going to go see this. Yeah, I, it, <laughs> I mean, you look at the trailer, it's like... Fuck! I don't even want to go see it, and I go see shit like that. But I kind of do. It's like one of those movies where I don't, I don't want to see you, but I kind of do. It looks like a, yeah, another CGI heavy post-apocalyptic mess, and <sighs> the city's on wheels. Oh. That's never been done before. It's like are they going to run it's into like each other? Mad Max, or it's like <laughs> but it's Mad Max where the cities are. Water are the, are the world. Street. It's what is Matilda? What She's you, getting in the, what is the she work. Doing? She, uh, I heard her go behind a plastic. Okay, that's good. That's a good place for <laughs> And then, uh, cycling back around to the first movie we talked about, this uh, Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. The, I'm, Finally, I'm, I'm Miles Morales. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, yeah, the yeah. trailer looks fun. It's, uh, yeah. it's animated uh, with a whole lot of different Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. Spider-Verse is true. Nick Cage is going to be a Spider-Man. Uh, there's going to be, <laughs> but it's a whole lot, like... My, it's but it's following through Miles Morales a little bit into Ultimates. Yeah, um, I, 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 I really like Miles Morales, uh, so it's good to see him kind of. That's probably going to be their compromise because they're never actually going to fucking kill Peter Parker. <laughs> but they did put his uncle in the Homecoming, so yeah, the, 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 when he is in the um, the cartoon right now. Yeah, uh, I, I would really like to Disney see him in the cartoon. main universe. I think eventually they'll get to that. I think there's gonna be a way to get him in. I think they're. Yeah. I, I really want to see that because I, I thought he was. So I think I could do it without killing Peter. Um, yeah. But the, yeah, the the animation stuff looks like really cool. It's um, it's done it almost looking like a like a comic strip, uh, comic book. Sorry, uh, not in the same way that that awful Hulk movie was in 2003, <laughs> uh, but in a better way. But it's weird that you the colors are off. Yes. Huh? Yeah. I love that movie. You're fired again. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I've fired you so many times. Uh, but there's all like uh, the way the colors are used, and um, it, it looks very yeah. visually interesting. And it's going to be look that really up because I do love the Spider Verse like comics. I wonder if yeah. uh, Spider Man with, with the mind of Doctor Ox is going to be in there. Who knows? There's going to be when Stacy a Spider Gwen's going to be there, and I really Chris want Spider Man and Deadpool to because I like their their comic. comics are great. I love their comic, and I kind of ship them. Not the current because the current Spider Man's like twelve, but in the comic, yeah, I'm really behind. <laughs> so. Um. But uh, I, I just, I enjoy their interactions. And we have one final week, but it's a big one. It's Christmas weekend. 
And there's one, two, three, four, five, six major releases coming out. God. Starting with probably going to be the biggest one of that, Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah. Which... You know, I've actually never actually seen the original Mary Poppins. Wow. Get you, out. You, you're fired it's again. Like the, <laughs> it's, it's the best Disney movie, if you ask me. Straight up. Across the way, if you made like, one Disney movie ever. Bad is better. That's just a Mary Poppins. Bad Knobs Broomsticks <laughs> is better. It's only made to cash in on that. Though I do like Bad Knobs Broomsticks. <laughs> but it's definitely made because Mary Poppins made money. <laughs> I know what it's about. It's about Mary Poppins. You've seen Sherry Bobbins, right? Sherry Bobbins. Bye, Sherry Bobbins. Yeah, bye, Sherry Bobbins. <laughs> uh, bye, Superman! Then Manuel Miranda. I, I, I'll totally see it. Oh, I, absolutely. I'm, I'm in. I don't I, I don't think I'm quite as excited about it as some people I know who are just like, oh my god! I'm like, no, it looks, yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, people were posting they were crying over the trailer when I watched it, write it up for the... When I, when I wrote it up yeah. for City of Geek. Hey, go check out that trailer right up. Um... Like, I was like, okay, that was fine. No, yeah, <laughs> I think I'm it like, gave way too much. I it think it's cute. I yeah. did my Captain Marvel trailer analysis, and it got, like, 10 views. So you yeah. motherfuckers, get on there. <laughs> Mandy got, like, 15. <laughs> I think the biggest thing so far has been, like, your Halloween post, because that was, like, the first thing we saw. It was, like, the first thing, so everybody was, like, pity-clicking. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we, we already have more likes than, like, some of the, like, stuff I follow, like, don't read the Latin. It's because I keep... Pimping it out to a bunch of my friends, and they're nice. See, that's why we got you and Tony on well. I know, because we yeah. know people. <laughs> that's, no. It's like, no, I asked Tony to be our part of it because he's awesome. No, um, Tony's great. Uh, we love you, Tony. Yeah. But yeah, we'll get we'll, we we'll get there. <laughs> maybe we'll get, maybe this, this, and we'll get, we'll get 10 people. By the time that we get the sound right, we'll hope we have. Uh, I'll actually, well, and to be fair, too, I, I, I didn't do my proper pimping with the first episode. <laughs> so I'll, I'll pimp this. Um, then the other, the next big release for that weekend is Alita Battle Angel, which I know has a trailer, but I haven't seen it yet. No clue what no. the fuck that even is. Uh, it's James Cameron's producing it. Robert Rodriguez is directing Sorry. it. Uh, it's based <laughs> upon, uh, I think, an anime. But, so, like, the character literally has the anime eyes, which they okay. toned down between trailers. So I got changing the uh, trailer, trailer. I have off. seen that, yeah. I'm already out. <laughs> no, I, I, I know what you're talking about. Uh... I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, it was delayed like a whole year, then delayed again, like because it's taken a while. Because apparently the effects are like just so yeah. much. I'm, I'm uh, so out of it. It's kind of like it's kind of like uh, like Avatar two. If that eventually comes out, I'll believe when I'm sitting in there. But I I don't know this the, the like source. Avatar you mean one. you mean Pocahontas? Yeah, or that's what you mean, right? Blue Pocahontas, blue Pocahontas with or there's like there's a, a wind book. It's really much like it. Um, but yeah, this like looks kind of like a like uh, far I can tell it seems it's kind of messy. But uh, I said I haven't seen the trailer. Uh, but it seems like it's coming out. It seems like it's coming out at this point just so it can bomb and they could. I'm sorry, I guess no one wanted to see it by putting it behind Mary Poppins and Aquaman and Bumblebee yeah. and <laughs> and yeah, it's just so many things coming out. Like it's kind of like Disney moved Star Wars. You know, has no Star Wars movie during Christmas, so everyone else jumped Excuse in. Me, quick. Shove it all! And now we have six movies instead of one giant movie. So it's going to be like a lot of, I think, I think Mary Poppins is going to win that easily. Yeah. Um, I I don't even, I think Aquaman, uh, my my official prediction, I I think Aquaman's going to bomb. Can I just point out, Jason Momoa, shirtless. The whole movie. The whole movie. Look, I'm a straight man. And you can get behind that because (laughs) Jason Momoa. Shirtless. I'm excited for Black Manta. That's he's in. He looks cool. He looks bitchin'. 
<laughs> but Jamie I, does work. I'm down for the movie. Oh, I, I just think it's there. been fucking bomb. I think there's enough uh, people out there who want to go watch a whole movie of Jason Momoa. See, I think. <laughs> see, I think it's gonna have. Then it might do well. Legs. Sea legs. Sea legs. <laughs> but uh, and but internationally, I, I might, I might it not, might do well. Yeah, too. it might not do like, like opening weekend, but I think it will. Because people, I think a lot of these movies might like. I think I'm not saying it's gonna be okay. good. I'm just saying. I like James Wan. Jason Momoa. I really love James sure. Wan. And I trust James Wan. Yeah, I'm, I I'm trust excited him for with the Jason Momoa. Three, just completely <laughs> sure throwing that out there. Um, yeah. And how no, sorry? I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about Jason Momoa. Being I'm, I'm thinking so about I'm James just... Wan shirtless now. <laughs> shirtless. Shirtless. Then, uh, so what do you guys feel about Bumblebee? Kind of rebooting. Dude, I hate the Transformers movies. They've sucked since yeah. the first one. How do they keep making money? International. The last one didn't. It? Like yeah. the last one did not even break even. Good. They fucking suck. Yeah. Transformers in general suck. I didn't like. I don't like the, anything about Transformers. Fuck that movie. I also only saw the first one. And the I, first one's the only one that's good and ever that. I I saw the first the one and I failed. Loosely, but yeah, yeah. I, I like the first one. My stepdad loves those, and I'm like, dude, you have terrible fucking taste in movies. But here's the thing that actually makes me into Bumblebee possibly is Travis Knight is directing it. He made Kubo and the Two Strings and Paranorman, so he's made oh, stuff with with Leica. So no, like, uh, so like, all right, that's that's enough. Maybe interested, and then they're like, like going back to earlier with Girl in Spider's Web, where Fede Alvarez is directing it. and He directed uh, Don't Breathe and the Needful Dead remake. I'm like, yeah. okay, no, he's done yeah, two yeah. movies that I think are really good. I'm sorry, Kyber- what was that last movie you mentioned? Huh? Evil Dead. No, 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 the the, the one that Don't Breathe. Don't Breathe. Keep going back. Uh, the the the, the Kubo the one, Paranorman Spider. Oh, Spiderweb. The girl in the Spiderweb. It's not the full title. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> a new dragon tattoo story. Heyo. <laughs> but so, like, that, you could probably a, edit that out. I was just being a That would be enough to get me, like, interested in one. In that case, I Seinfeld a lot, you know. I, I, I just, I hate the Transformers, yeah. and I, I won't go see it. I'll I just go don't see it. care. I just don't give any shit. <laughs> yeah, about no, it. I, I can't, like, there's, there's the levels of fucks I give about things, and with Transformers, for, and maybe it's because I never played with them when I was a kid. My brother did. I wasn't allowed to, so I might resent them a little <laughs> bit. Dan, I resent your Transformer dolls because of it. The and, uh, <laughs> then we move on to Holmes and Watson. The, the Oh, yeah. The Will Ferrell and uh, John C. Riley. Yeah. Gee, that, no. Just no. Yeah. I'm just... Step yeah. Brothers was ten years ago. Let it die. <laughs> let it, better than trying to do a sequel, though. Oh, God. And <laughs> but I, that's that basically was, what they're doing. That's basically what they're doing. It can, it can work, I think. Yeah. Depends on who's directing and yeah. what the script's like. And I, I, I honestly believe really it's like, so I didn't like. I didn't like the other guys, but I did like... Uh, I, I generally like Will Ferrell and a lot of... I love Will Ferrell. Elf With is my, my right, favorite yeah, Christmas. Tell me how much right. you watched that last year. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I'm yeah, I can watch yeah. Elf every yeah. day. Yeah. Like. And then last year it played uh, as part of the subscription package for um, the, the the stage version. Oh, yeah. Played uh, here in Seattle, came through as part of the Broadway show. And, like, all we want to do is watch the movie again. So we went home and we like, watched it, like, the next day. Like, we just watched this, but, ah, eh, fuck it, let's watch it again. Let's <laughs> <laughs> watch the good version of Elf. The good version of Elf. Yeah, I saw it when it was still on Broadway. I saw the I saw Elf, the musical. And, it's okay. It, it's it, the movie it's, light. It's, it's the movie light. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. But I had the dude from Cheers, Norm from Cheers, I think, was <laughs> Santa. George Wynn. I kind of dug that. That was yeah, fun. I really liked yeah. it. 
I love George Wenton House. That's oh my god, there. he's the best. Like, <laughs> I, I could go into a whole thing about how much I love House. House is beautiful. Yes. Um, and then the final big thing coming out that weekend uh, is Welcome to Marwin. I'm excited for that because it looks outside the box. Hmm. It looks like they are definitely trying something with that movie. I love Steve Carell. Um, weird thing is, I've never. I don't watch The Office. I just love Steve Carell. Fair enough, um, fair enough. I think he's. I think he can carry that. I think he can play serious, and I think that's going to be an interesting movie. Yes. Whether or not it's going to land, right? Yeah, it, I'm getting downsizing vibes off of it. Yeah. Oh, where yeah. interesting idea Don't might do well, and then it will hard to sustain. And, yeah, and like, ultimately, it seems kind of cloying in many ways. Yeah. But I'm definitely into it. But it seems also kind of like trying really hard. Yeah, and it's based on a real story, and that's that's enough in there. Like downsizing, of course, isn't. Uh, <laughs> And, but apparently what are they're they're about, changing huh? a lot of, of course um, it is. <laughs> they're changing a lot of like the the basis of it and uh, my shocked face yeah and then presenting it's like this is true which is something that annoys the hell out of me like yep. uh, when when you change certain things in certain ways like Beautiful Mind it's an alright movie but that's not how what happened for for John Nash at all you know and it's like yeah. we took his name the very basic thing and that's it yeah sounds a little more into that but. The yeah, I'm definitely gonna be there. Uh, but there's so much stuff coming out that weekend that I think probably Mary Poppins like, and then we'll see where things go from there. On Aquaman, of course. Um, you, my friend, Jason can Momoa, sure. We'll be writing that uh, uh, Mary Poppins because oh. I don't think I'm even. Gonna I was like, because I was like, Aquaman. I'm pretty sure that person's gonna. Wait I, I and it hurts. Jason <laughs> Momoa. Shirtless. That's your three-word review. My three-word review. <laughs> and then a collage <laughs> of all the moments. In his life, he's been shirtless. No, um, he's got because he's also one of those people that, as he's aged, has just gotten better looking. And yeah, no, he really did age well. Oh, and he's he, aged so well. One thing I love about Jason Moe is that he just—he's always giving his all. Yeah, like he's obviously enjoying what he's doing. Like yeah. when and he enjoyed himself in that Justice League movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, same thing. With like, and he just—he looks like a happy-go-lucky guy a yeah. lot of the time. Yeah, it's—it's it's impossible not to like him in my yeah. view. Like, I, I was. Iffy on Bad uh, Bad Batch, but he was fine in it. Like there's a movie called Brave in that came out this year. He's actually really good in him and Stephen Lang. Um, it's a little horror film um, siege type movie. It's like four people and it's, it's wonderful. Is he shirtless. He might be. I think so. Okay. I think him and Stephen Lang. Sold. So you got all that. Um, Sold. But we made it all the way through. It took. We've been recording for two hours at oh this God. point, which I'm <laughs> gonna cut a bunch of it. Um, we'll get better at <laughs> staying on. But you know, hope maybe I'll just put it up. No, it's okay. Um, or break it into second. Well, you could yeah. also make it a two-parter. Yes, a two two-parter for a second one. It's and like, the second, the title of the second part will be <laughs> Jason Momoa shirtless. But uh, thank you for everyone who, who stuck around as we talked yeah, no, if you're a lot about some here, of your movies dude, here. I'm not even here. No. I don't listen to these. I'm just thinking about Jason Momoa at this point. So, yeah. you know, we're good. And uh, any sound, uh, we'll, we'll get sound worked out. We'll get plans worked out. And uh, next or ne- yeah, next time we're going to be talking about the Halloween series. Woo, woo. Uh, going through that before the, the new feature. Uh, I will find a way to work in Jason Momoa being shirtless <laughs> into that, though. Just I'm sure we it. will. It'll happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, he plays. Uh, yeah, he, he's in the new one. He, he plays Michael Myers. Totally, sure. Totally. <laughs> I am excited. Halloween. It's the porn version of Halloween. <laughs> a dragon tattoo story. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Somehow she gets in there. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, so, end of the movie. She just comes to beast the shit out of him. Forty oh, years ago, like you murdered two girls. <laughs> <laughs> 
going to sound a little bit like the Bane voice, too. <laughs> <laughs> and then Venom's going to hop in and say something about turds go down the street. And then Jason Momoa's going to come out with their shirt. And then, I'm world, and then the crowd's going to go wild. At least and that I mean, was my if, dream. If Michael Myers kills Dinesh DeSalle, I'll be happy. <laughs> cool, cool. Cool. <laughs> you know, I think I'm going to link to him on Twitter this podcast. <laughs> Man, I talked about Michael Myers killing you. Just like, sue the shit out of oh us. Oh my god, yeah. I'm, I'm going to link to Jason Momoa. Shirtless. Shirtless. Who have we been blocked on Twitter by him? <laughs> you know what, though? He seems like the type that would be like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't always in the end to talk. Because how often does he ever put a shirt on? Very rarely. So somewhat. He's like to the like new Patrick it. Swayze in that way. Yeah, you have to enjoy <laughs> not wearing a shirt to not wear a shirt as often as he you does. Him, Anthony Treatise, and uh, and uh, Patrick Swayze if, got yeah. the shirtless now I trifecta. Remake Roadhouse with Jason Momoa. <laughs> shirtless. I keep yeah. on that. Well, it's like better than the remake of Crow uses to be in with the director of. Um, I was. I was one uh, of the director thought. of the. Night. I was. But it was just, it was like a fucking curse movie. Yeah. Nothing just went let right. it, yeah. let it die. Let, let it, it die. die. <laughs> and everyone's like looking at Tilly. Uh, she thinks die. she might get fed now. She's like, is it time, Maybe. you crazy bitch? Give me my food. All right, so let's go ahead and sign off and come see us online. Uh, this come is Bob Foster. Online. This is Kim. This is Cody. And we are City of Geeks, so thank you for listening to us, and we'll see you next time. Oh, I forgot to push record. No, I'm kidding.